Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Six Rick minutes Bubba, past the hour, Rick and Bubba. Thank you for being with us. Much Bubba, to do. Uh, going forward on the program, will a meet in play today might happen. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler all here. Another daily documentary came out last night. If you haven't seen it, go to the YouTube channel. It's there. Live on the YouTube channel today at noon, as is the norm on Wednesday. The Wednesday Bible study will be there again today as we continue to walk through the Gospel of John. We'll be in Chapter 7 today. If you want to get past studies, go to BurgessMinistries.com and uh, click on Listen. Uh, also, don't forget, uh, if uh, uh, we'll be doing another episode of Rick and Bubba University tomorrow. Our guest, Betty Lou Bussey. Oh, boy. Bubba, how are you doing over there, buddy? Oh, wow. You, you ready? Hash Brown Hero takes the phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG as he continues to earn his degree in common sense. Bruce Pearl coming up next on the Rick and Bubba Show. I gave Betty a list of things we were going to talk about last night, and she just looked at me and she said, we are not. Well, Bubba, we have to. You realize that the podcast no, lasts, I lasts her, like I 40 minutes. Quite, I gave her quite a little 40, list. 40, 45 minutes. you got to let me know where I can and can't go because, you know, I'm, I'm ready to – this is a – Well, I think Betty's an open book. I, I have a request that. for and she, this. And actually. she has just said – she said, no, it's just you and Rick, right? Mm-hmm. I said, yeah. She says, oh, that'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, "Now, when are the other wives coming on? I just need to know the dates they're booked." I want to give I want to give props to Sherry Burgess, who gave no hope. She <laughs> said, "I'm I'm after the first of the year." She said, "I I'll come in and do it, but I, I can't do it after the first of the year," which means she's hoping we'll we'll get tired of doing it, and won't do it anymore. Don't you think that's part of her? And she is she does have a lot going right now, but is she downing the ball? Because she knows no, us I, that I sometimes think, we get on kicks, yeah, yeah. and and will we just get tired of having oh, yeah. to do a, a podcast every single week? Yeah, well, yeah. it's uh, you know I think it's wise, but I, I think just having a date out there I think mm-hmm. will satisfy. Well, she hadn't given a date. <clears throat> she just said you come back and see me at the first after the first of the year. Well, and and those dates move because <laughs> right, yeah. the the podcast interviews right. are based on availability a right, lot of times right. too. So. Well, anyway, so don't miss that, baby. So don't miss that. Uh, some of you, and, and you really can't do it because e- email me topics you want to know. I've got one. Betty. I've right. got so one. This was a big discussion okay. at a get together this weekend watching college football. Amanda brought it up. She said Bubba's holding on to a story, him and Betty, that mm-hmm. they haven't told yet. Yeah. And they're waiting for their kids to get older to tell it. And y'all know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. This would be the perfect time to do this, Bubba. Well, I have I have given my word to the kids that we will wait to uh, – they are at least out of school or almost out of school. Probably still a little deep in it right now uh, because, you know, it's uh, it's funny, though. It's funny. You know, to me, it's funny. Can I tell you, I've never understood why that story is so difficult. I mean, it's not a big deal. Well, it, it, I mean, kids, it's to us, it's look, not. It's but, not. The kids are, you know, they they think it's embarrassing to them. Right. And, uh, well, it's really not because so, you're a little kid. Yeah. Well, right. so I just, but look, I, yeah. this is one of those things where I told them I wouldn't, oh, so yeah. I'm not. No, and, no, uh, I agree we'll, with that. I agree but, with that. But the time will come. And I'll uh, say this. When I've told this story to <clears throat> others out, they can't believe it. Well, they right. handle things different than we do, okay? Yeah. And so this does come as a kind of a shock. To, oh, my well, goodness. I, I can't I believe that that happened. It's, um, it, it's one of those things because the, the Willie and Wanda story, and I'm not, I'm not saying it's that You're not level. comparing it to that, I know. Yeah, let's not build this up too much. It's not. Yeah. I know. That we told that story off the air to people for mm. years oh, yeah. Yeah. before we actually aired it. It was, so, a, it was a standard and, lunch request. And, yeah. and this story has had kind of that same – life uh of dealing with this and and it's and it's about the birds and the bees it is mm-hmm. and, and i uh, think it's very it, helpful for people that are that well, are trying to tackle this yeah and and we uh 
you know, we, we have counseled some younger folks um, because they have come to us and said, hey, we want to know how you guys handled this or that. And, this and is it, how this comes up. And a lot of it exactly. has to do with yeah. finances or, or family issues yeah. or whatever. And, and I told Betty, I said, you know, we probably just need to, a complete series on this is how we did it. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. This is how we did it. So you can. How about that? You slogan? can. You can. Well, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah, it that's does. actually the name of the series. Oh, wow. What are you in uh, South Dakota? Right. Good night. Yeah. Hey, you on meth? What is that the name of y'all's book? <laughs> that's good. I kind of like the one past I'm in on to all. I'm in on all these topics uh, of life. Yeah. You know. Now let me tell you what's interesting about that. Because the gray hair means we have we have miles behind yes. us. Right? Well, right. wisdom. And Greg, I don't know whether you overheard it or not sad. it's miles i don't know whether you overheard it or not this past saturday i kid you not it's funny you said that and when the email comes to me and if i missed it i may need to go look i'll share it with you as well because i told him that i would there was a dad who was working security there mm-hmm. and he he talked he was very very kind about the show and he said i'm at the age my kids are at the age i want to know about the talk and i'd love to get some advice on on how you did it and uh, and I said, well, let's don't say that. That's what Bubba's calling his book. But anyway, and he said, how y'all you know, carried this out? I'd love some advice on that. And he was going to email me about it, so I'll send that to you as well, if he does. And um, well, I'll just say this: I'm I'm a big believer in the uh, very direct approach. Yes, you are. I remember uh, a friend of ours, and, and I'll I'll tell you. I'll even tell you why. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, well, I won't, I won't go into it now, okay. but it's. Uh, I think it's a, a topic that sometimes the way we handle it in the early years causes some people problems in later years, and it shouldn't. And um, there's a way to handle it, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, Well, if you're people of faith, <laughs> you must, 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 must include why is this something only for the married? Yeah. That was something that was – it's no excuse, but – I think if you leave that part out, you have to be very careful because your kids will then think if there's really no moral mandate, mm-hmm. but you're just telling me that I might have regrets or I might have an unwanted pregnancy or I might, you know, I might have the, the kids always think, I think I can work through that. I think you got to start with saying this is God's design and here's why. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and I if think that, if uh, that part's not not there, yeah, that was a yeah. central part of what we did. And, and you go to Genesis and look at all this, right. and uh, the uh, you know the, the, it, it did it did raise uh, you know one question. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that was asked of me. Um, why has God done this to us? Right. Which is and. Really- uh, you know that's all part of it. So here you go. You you're, you better watch out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you're talking. But but but, but, but the reason and I, I th- even thought that was let, let me tell you what does not work. It is not effective. It does not work. Don't do this because you're going to get somebody pregnant. Or you're going to get no. pregnant. Don't do this because you're going to catch them some disease or th- th- don't do this because you you're going to end up having to get married before you. None of that works. No. You you got to start with a. A, 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 a standpoint that says if you compromise this, you've compromised God. Right. You've compromised his standard. And and if you'll start from there, I found that to be much more effective than the the all of the man, you don't want to do that. You can get yourself in all kinds of trouble. That that just doesn't work. It's not effective. I ain't ready to be a granddaddy yet. Yeah. yeah that's not hey, that works. Hey man, don't get yourself out of situation you doesn't have any conscience, you know, all that doesn't work. I mean it's true, but it just doesn't work. <laughs> it's true.
Yeah, because because I, I, you're downplaying how difficult you get. The decision of sexual purity has to be made long before you're in that situation. Oh yes, yeah, if, yeah. If that, I think that's the point. If your that. attitude yep. is, we'll see, mm-hmm. you got problems. You're gonna lose that one. <laughs> yep, you're not gonna win that one. Mm-hmm. So uh, email those questions and yeah. uh, not not about uh, this, <laughs> uh, but about uh, things, things things you want us to talk to Betty or about. Our upcoming book. That's how we did it. <laughs> You know, I started. I told told Betty years ago. I said, "It's funny when you, as you grow older, that you see that everything that your parents were telling you. If you had good godly parents, and I know, you know, if you did, you were very blessed." But I I told Betty, I said one time, I said, I'm going to write a book one day, and it's called Things My Mom Told Me Now I Know Is True. And, uh, boy, it was a long and distinguished list. I I have enjoyed – Head on, Mom. I have enjoyed having uh, the older kids, and it only grows. The the moment that my oldest son, as I said before, he went through something as an adult, and he asked my advice on it, and I said, well, if you do this, this this, this is going to happen. And if you make this decision, this this, this is going to happen. And he looked at me after everything went exactly the way I said it would, mm-hmm. and and I just and I just start pointing to your point to the gray in my beard. Yeah, and he said he thought I don't he, have to look near as hard. Yeah, he thought uh-uh. I could see the future. He thought, and I said, no, no, I'm I'm just I've just lived longer than you, yeah. and I've made mistakes in my life, and and I'm gonna tell you how this is gonna go. Now you thought I was wrong. And I said, so how did it go? He said, exactly the way you said it would go. I said, well, we've seen it, and, yeah. and we were told it was going to be that way, and it was. And so. then he looked at me and says, so what are we going to do about it? I said, I'm not going to do anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to work it out. Uh, so uh, we're going to learn that, too. Problem solving. 15 minutes past. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. Much to do as we go forward. As promised, head basketball coach Auburn University, Bruce Pearl, joins the show again. Coach, how about it? Rick Bubba, what's going on this morning? Fired up. I'm ready. Hey, put me inside. I promise you, I'll get the rebounds. Stop. I promise. And stop and pop, baby. <laughs> stop and pop. Let me tell you. Well, I know Bubba can make a. I know Bubba can make a shot and set a good screen. Oh, you know that. <laughs> I said a heck of a screen. Yes, I, uh, it was funny when when I, when I play basketball. My dad's comment to my mother, "Honey, we can't be late. Let's get there before he fouls out." <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. Was, was your dad? Did your dad ever get thrown out of one of your games for yelling at the officials? Well, you know what? That did not happen, Bruce. Is there a story we need to know about? <laughs> would, it be, would, it, would, would you be shocked to hear that this basketball coach was one time when I watched Stephen play in high school? I was oh. asked to leave. <laughs> so not shocked. That was it. A high school game. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was a high school game. Yeah. Oh yeah. So so you're sitting in the stands and of course we all know officials are not calling things right. And right. they and they need our help. And they never do. They need our help. <laughs> and so you were working the officials to the degree they said that's enough? No, uh, th- they said that's enough. I was not working him anywhere nearly to the degree I deserved to have him say that's enough. But that that can happen sometimes. I've been I've been in therapy and uh, and dealing with anger management for years. <laughs> Can I tell you, uh, Coach, one of the funniest lines I heard from a basketball official to a friend of mine who who was assigned the junior high team, okay? So you're, play, you're playing on a Tuesday, okay? Yes. And, um, 
And so he's there, and the guy's just doing, in my friend's opinion, a terrible job officiating the game. <laughs> and he goes by, and my friend said, there's a reason you're calling basketball on a Tuesday night. And he turns around looks at me and said, and there's a reason you're coaching on Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what? Let's take a quick segue and a 20-second timeout and, and just take this as an opportunity to remind parents, uh, those guys are making you know, 25 bucks a, 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 a night. On a Tuesday night, they don't need to hear from you. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 we don't we don't have enough people that are actually getting and officiating. There's been too much like you know verbal assault and oh, yeah. and, and just you know really. And, and it says, look, they're part of the officials of the game. They're just like the coaches. They're out there trying to help the kids, and they're not going to get the calls right all the time. They're not professionals, so. And in basketball, yeah. And in basketball, they can really hear you. Football, you're a long way away, but in basketball, they can really hear you because they they run right in front of you sometimes, (laughs) Uh, or or if you're out of your box sometimes, coach. Right? And uh, coach, I I will tell you this: my wife Betty worries about you. She sees you on TV, and she says, "I'm I'm afraid he's going to have a stroke." (laughs) Yeah. I know. Only the good die young. I'm going to be fine. Uh, you know, I just, uh, I, I, uh, I'm that way in practice. I'm that way in the games. Um, you know, I get off the practice floor. I get off the game floor, and it's over. You know, but I'm intense for the minute we step out there, and I try to get my team to play that way. I think, that, I think the guys that have refereed for me before just understand that, you know, Steven, my son Steven says the best, pay no attention to how he's saying it. But listen to what he's saying. That's, hey, <laughs> that's right. good. Hey, hey, I like. I'm, 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 I'm writing that one down yeah. for my kids. And, and right. coach, uh, you, yeah. you had a, you had an open door visit to your locker room and your new facility there at Auburn this Man. weekend, and and we were able to see that. And you, I'll say this: you're pretty passionate during film review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. You know, it's funny, Bubba. We had we had the uh, uh, the, the open house, and I said to the, the, the people at university, listen. We're practicing at that time, so it's not going to be a typical open house. I'm actually going to be working. And if people want to stick their head in and watch our kids watching some film and, and preparing for the next game, and, of course, you know, you were in there Saturday and we had just finished, you know, beating uh, Cal State Northridge by about six touchdowns, and we're getting ready to play uh, Colgate on Monday. And I was concerned about the Colgate game. They were at NCAA tournament team a year ago with five starters back. So we were watching that film, but – you know, it, uh, we did remodel a locker room, and uh, it, it's really, really nice. It's a great place to do film study, great place for the kids to have their locker room and their changing facility. And then there's a really nice players' lounge with TVs and places to eat, and, and uh, it, it's just a great teaching facility. Yeah, it and is you gotta very, have facilities. very nice. you got to have yeah. facilities. You I do. mean, if you're going to compete, you got to have facilities. Yeah. No question. No question. So uh, Auburn Arena is, is, is a really cool place to – to, to come watch a basketball game, that's the good news. The, the bad news is they're, they're, you, can, you can't buy tickets to watch us play in Auburn Arena because they're almost all sold out. I mean, every game we will have some standing room tickets. Every game we'll have some tickets that get turned back in. But, but, but almost every game is a, is a sellout uh, at Auburn Arena. And that's why – segue, segue. <laughs> that's why our – Coming to Birmingham, I love this. Playing the Mike's Live Invitation. What a segue! It's really the best way. It's really the best way for Auburn fans or basketball fans in general in the state of Alabama to see this year's basketball team play live and in person. So let's talk about that. So that's uh, that's uh, Auburn and St. Louis uh, yep. going to be playing in the second annual Mike's Live Invitational. 
Uh, of course, this is to raise money, and we talk about this a lot on the program. It's hit every family, uh, especially if uh, the men of your family live long enough. Prostate yep. cancer gonna get it. Is, uh, it, it, is, uh, yeah. uh, it is so prevalent. And the good news is with early detection, though, most times uh, it, it will not take your life. And, you know, Speedy's dad's been through it. I've had family members who've been through it. Uh, so, so tell us a little bit about what this, uh, this will be like for the fans. Well, again, guys, I appreciate the opportunity to be able to – and for you to be able to send that message. So, number one, number one message for all the listeners, go get your colonoscopy, guys. Go get checked. You're 40 years plus. You need to get things checked back there. And, and if you do detect something going on, um, you, you're going you're gonna to die of something else. Okay, so a colonoscopy is one of the simplest, most common ways to check for forms of prostate cancer. That, that's, that's number one. You know, number two – you know, right there up at UAB, right there in Birmingham with the Mike Sly Foundation, they're really, they're really close to some real cures. I mean, uh, look, when Mike, Mike Sly in the SEC office, you know, head of the SEC, uh, was a visionary. He was one of the most influential, honest, powerful men in, in, in all of athletics, all of sports. And he, and he, and he lived right there in Birmingham, as you, and you guys knew him. Um, he lost his life prostate cancer because he didn't, have he wasn't able to detect it early enough. That's right. So the foundation is doing wonderful things. Last year we sold out our game at Legacy Arena against UAB. This year we're playing St. Louis University on December 14th, and we're doing it for a couple of reasons. Number one, it is important to me that we do take the show on the road. Um, we played down in Mobile a few weeks ago uh, against South Alabama. We played UAB at UAB. Last year we played them at the Legacy and this year at St. Louis. We're going to go play a game up in Huntsville in a, in a couple of years. I think it's great to be able to take college basketball and Auburn basketball throughout the state. And, and, and obviously Birmingham, you know, the largest city in, 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 in our state. Um, and so we're, 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 we're asking all basketball fans, not just Auburn fans, to come out December 14th. People can get their tickets by calling Ticketmaster. They can go to uh, auburntigers.com slash travel. And they can also find out about how they can get tickets, you know, uh, for that game. And, and a, a good portion of the proceeds will go to the Mike Slide Foundation to find a cure for prostate cancer. So we'll put that in show notes uh, also at rickandbubba.com to make that process very simple. It's there now to get your tickets. Coach, do you need to go or can we talk one more segment? Oh, I'd love to talk another segment. All right, well, all right, hang on just a minute. We'll come back. More with Coach Bruce Pearl, head basketball coach, Auburn University. The Mike Slive Invitational, all those details and show notes at rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. 35 minutes past the hour. Uh, Rick and Bubba, thanks for being with us. Uh, you know what? Uh, we get the opportunity to... Uh, to team up with a lot of organizations, and you just heard one, the Mike Sly Foundation, and you certainly want to uh, go enjoy that game, and th- that link is at rickandbubba.com under show notes to Ticketmaster. But also we're teaming up and uh, locking arms with Compassion International. Uh, you know, the good news is that there's something that you can do. Uh, the bad news is there's 60,000 children that are waiting on someone to say, you know what, I will sponsor uh, this child. And now the, the thing we love about Compassion International they're going to make sure they're working through a local church. So we're certainly going to meet the physical needs, but the spiritual needs also met for the child, their family, and even their community. Uh, and um, if you would like to go right now, we're trying to get at least 100 kids sponsored 
through the program before Christmas, compassion.com slash Bubba. And, uh, and you, you know, you can bring physical, spiritual, and emotional support to a child who's trapped in extreme poverty, you know, somewhere in our world. And you can go there. Maybe there's a region that you feel called to. Uh, and maybe there's a, you know, a lot of people like to, like if you have a birth date uh, that is special to your family and you find a child that was born on that day, uh, Sherry and I are sponsoring a child named Job uh, in Nicaragua. And, uh, you know, we, we felt drawn to that area where we've worked a lot. And also certainly that name jumped out at us. So, and we get updates on how he's doing and, and we, we see what's actually taking place. And, and it's not a sacrifice as blessed as we are in this country. It's not a lot of money, but for this, this child, it is a tremendous amount of money. Uh, so go to compassion.com slash Bubba or call 855-293-2323. If you call, mention the Rick and Bubba show, because we'd love for the, the child you're sponsoring to be, to be part of the 100 plus kids we hope to get sponsored uh, by Christmas. We are visiting with Coach Bruce Pearl, a head basketball coach, Auburn University, and uh, he has graciously agreed to stay for another segment. And we've mentioned the tournament. We've mentioned uh, the money that's being raised. Um, you know, looking at, at St. Louis here, I mean, they're uh, that's a good basketball team. Hey, they are a good basketball team. Let me tell you, we only have to get 99 more people because uh, Brandy and I are going to go to Compassion.com slash Bubba, and we're going to sponsor a child that she's – Brandy has done that through a number of different agencies, and so uh, we would love to be able to uh, oh, great. try to bring some relief to, to at least one child. That's so, great, Bruce. Appreciate um, that very much. You Absolutely. Coach, um, uh, t- yes, St. Louis U. Uh, the Atlantic 10, a good conference, um, and uh, uh, I've gone against Travis Ford uh, on, on two different occasions, and uh, he's got the better of me both times, mm. um, once in the NCAA tournament when he was at Oklahoma State, um, and I was at Tennessee, and then once here at Auburn and a couple of years ago, he brought his Oklahoma State team in during the SEC Big 12 Challenge. And so um, i got to get something figured out against them for sure. Um, but, um, you know, I think there is a real commitment, you know, from UAB, from Alabama, from Auburn, um, you know, from the college basketball teams in the state, you know, to, to raise the level of, of basketball in our state, uh, both high school as, as well as college, and, you know, our getting to the Final Four last year, being the first team ever from the state of Alabama to get there, was was is a, was a great great message that you can stay home and and still you know win championships. And uh, I know Alabama's played in Birmingham. Obviously, UAB is there all the time, but we're very committed to to, to come, coming up there and playing. Um, and we have uh, each of the last two or three years. Um, but the only way we can we can continue to do that and make it work is obviously it does cost us a lot of money to not play in Auburn Arena, to play in our own building, to sell our own tickets, and to do it here. But it's worth it for the charity, for the Sly Foundation, and it's worth it to, for us to be able to, to, to entertain basketball fans, not just Auburn fans, but basketball fans in the, in the Birmingham area. Coach, tell us a little bit about, down that line, promoting and running a successful basketball program. You you came into a difficult situation. It was a quote-unquote football school, um, and you have the place packed. You have people excited. You've made a turn. You've been to the Final Four. How do you keep that going, and, and kind of what are your overall goals? How do, you, how do you manage something like that to keep that wagon moving? Well, that's a great question. Listen, First of all, we are a football school, and we're always going to be a football school. And we've begun to take the hashtag that we're kind of an everything school. Like, we're a nursing school. Like we're an engineering school. We're a vet school. I mean, we're, we're, the things that Auburn is beginning to touch, touches, 
we're really good at what we do, and, and that's the excellence, I think, and that's the separator, uh, I think, between Auburn and a lot of, you know, a lot of institutions. Um, and, and so we're just kind of plugging into that. I, I, I think the second thing is, um, you know, you can't, uh, first of all, you can't serve if you're not asked. And so when asked, we try to serve. But at the same time, we, 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 we definitely get out there and say, look, we can't build a competitive basketball program without support. If people don't come see us play in Auburn Arena, television's not going to want to come see those games. Because if now, right now, when ESPN comes to Auburn Arena, they're going to see the jungle. They're going to see the best home court advantage in college basketball. And, 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 and so, you know, we ask people to just simply, you know, kind of be a part of it. So you, you, you just, I'm out there sort of just as the messenger. Now you've got to play hard. Your kids have got to play the right way. Uh, we play fast. If you saw the other night on SportsCenter, Samir Dowdy had the number one play. He had a killer crossover. He broke this kid's ankles down. He backed up and stepped back and knocked down a three. And before the ball went in the net, he turned and he looked the other way. Now, some people that may think that's showboating or that's hot dog or that's whatever, I look at his confidence. He, had, he stayed with his shot. He shot his shot. He knew it was going in. You know, I'm a little bit more old school. I'm not into celebrating every time they do something, but he did something special, and and it, and, and so you've got to you got to put it, put a good product out there. And I think the product that Auburn basketball has been playing, putting out there, as far as at least playing hard and playing fast, not so much winning, because we we we've not always won, but we've won enough to bring people back. Well, yeah, when you when you take that on, I like first of all, if you're going to be in the SEC, which is you know going to be you know for you know, other than Kentucky, before this, you're talking about football schools, and uh, I like how you're saying. Well, well, then quit, you know, trying to act like that's not the case, and then market within that. I mean, don't you have to embrace that and say, well, we can be a, a football school and that has a very good basketball program. I mean, don't be delusional, but use it all and that's make right. it and make it all work together to where that they can be equally as exciting to the to the fans, not just on the campus but off the campus. There's no question, and and look, Auburn football, SEC football, is is in a league of its own, and and it is it is just something that that it, it it's time, it's honored, um, and uh, you know the fact that we've got three teams that are ranked in the top five, something like that. I mean, it's just it, it's incredible, um, you know, and 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 Auburn has played the toughest schedule. Auburn owns some of the best wins in college football. Auburn football this year, like beating Oregon. Is one of the best wins in college football. You know, winning at Texas A&M. Uh, you know, we lose by three down to an LSU team that may not lose a game all year long. I mean, no, just we've got a great football program and a great football team and a great football coach, but we can still be great at other things. Right. And um, and I, I think that's what that's what Auburn is trying to do. You, you hit the nail on the head, Coach. I think too um, the way that you promote and. <clears throat> Even in other sports, I, I've tried to convince people that you have to sell whatever you're doing. Um, you, do. you know, uh, you, you can build a better mousetrap, but you still got to let people know that you built it and get them right. to come and experience it and enjoy it. And you do such a good job at that. Uh, I know I hear from so many of the kids, they see you in, in, the, uh, in, in the dining area down there, <laughs> and, and you're, you're telling them, hey, we got a home game tonight. Are you coming? And you point the finger at them and I say, like are you coming? Are I you? like it. And you're doing that now when people right. stand well, in line an hour to get in. And, you know, and I'm not sliding any coach there or anywhere else, but not everybody puts that effort into it. 
But that is how you have to promote things. This is America. You have to promote. You do. You do. You, you know, you have to ask. Listen, you know, you have to ask for the sale. And, and, and I, you know, I, I, no right now means, you know, first of all, no means no. Understand that. No means no. But in sales, no should mean not yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no means maybe later. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's like dumb and dumber. So you're saying I got a chance. So you're right, saying right. you yes. might come to an Auburn basketball game. Right. And, and that's sort of how I do approach it. I, look, you've got to make people part of the solution. You've got to make fans part of the solution, not part of the problem. And, 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 and all, ask, all we ask people to do is to sort of participate. And the students don't mind being asked. At the same time, they do like to see me in the cafeteria. Now, listen, you've seen my waistline. You don't have to ask me twice to go to the dining hall. Yeah, right, yeah. That dinner bell rings. I'm running. Yeah. I'm running, and I apologize, okay? I ain't afraid. I'm yeah. jumping in. I'm yeah. going to get me two plates, yeah. and I'm having dessert, and I don't care. And if you're not comfortable with it, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I had to break it. And I've heard you've gotten trouble once or twice in the study hall running through there. Get well, everybody I'll fired the library. up. I'll go to the library. We'll, we'll, do, we'll deliver donuts in the library. We'll go to the, we'll go to the cafeteria Stand up my chairs That's and have a good time. And, hey, listen, I, I'm a staff. I work at the university. I work for the students. They pay a lot of money to go there. And I've got a job to do. And part of that job is participating in campus life. And I'm so blessed to be at Auburn and, and, and to be a part of what that campus life and what that campus experience is. And, uh, and that's all it is. You just, you just, you know, I love to work, and I love to play. I love to win, and I love to serve. And we might as well do all that having a good time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> every day. Yeah, hey, and, you guys and do that every day. Coach, let me know if Bubba's not letting you breathe. If yeah. He's, if he's coming in yeah. too hot right. and, uh, and is, is, is calling you too much and keeps hanging out, let me know if, if he's too much because he's excited. Well, here's the deal. Yeah. You guys provide also the opportunity to be that voice, you know, for the community, in your service, in the charity work. You know, in the entertainment side of things like that, and so I'm grateful. I'm great. I, you, you guys, anytime you need me or want me or will have me, I'll be on. I'll be blessed to be on with Rick and Bubba. Thanks for slipping that question there, Coach. I appreciate that. You know what you just said? That's the same thing I said to my wife when I asked her to marry me. <laughs> Coach, what a pleasure. You know Thank what? You do. You have to propose to life every <laughs> you day, do. don't you? you, you do. That's a good way to look you at gotta it. You got to ask. You got to. Hey, look, somebody said, how did you marry these wives? I said, we're in marketing. You got to close. Yeah. <laughs> I just wouldn't leave. That's right. You got to ask for the sale. Coach, thank you so Thanks, much. Coach. Sometimes, sometimes even you got you to even beg. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't too proud to marry. Thanks, Coach. Uh, please. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Could you put your back down now? Eight minutes to the top of the hour. It is hot in this desert. Let's go. Where's all the hungry people at? Where they at? Where they at? We're back, Rick and Bubba's show. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. What a Meat. It's 
is being illuminated, but Bubba, it's being illuminated safely. Rick, we follow all the safety warnings, IEEE, international, national, state, local, and here at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Brought to you by our friends at harryanddavid.com. They'll be providing the meat today. 1-800-Flowers provides flowers. Moultrie's got hunting products. Rick and Bubba stores got Rick and Bubba products. Blaze TV subscription. Buzzbox hey. coffee. And Bubba in our audience wearing his Rick and Bubba t-shirt Uh-oh. and celebrating 50 years of life. We will let – you know why he wants to spin it? Because he's 50. 50. 50. He's 50. The big 5 All right. So I am 5-0. All right. So what's your name, sir? Marcus Craig. Marcus Craig. 50. Who 50. is? I am 50. And he'll he'll be you yeah, let, y'all can get there. Just don't get in front Sorry. of Adler's camera here and you're fine. Yeah. All right, so we will start Vote. with Kyle and Georgia. Now, Marcus, you know what to do, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. All right, so uh, Marcus knows what to do. All right, to Kyle and Georgia, what do you say to Marcus to get that wheel to spin, my friend? Wow, what a wheel. Let's go, Marcus. I am 50. There we go. Marcus. Spinning the wheel today, celebrating 5-0. The giant wheel of meat. Ah, look at it spin. Rick, it is lit up like a Christmas tree. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Since there's no other kind of tree that has lights on it, it That's is a Christmas tree. That's an easy tree. pick on my part. All right, here we go. Meat, it is. That's the name of the wheel. Uh, so, Kyle and George, you got a $50 gift card uh, from harryanddavid.com. All right. Enjoy that meat and uh, let us know how you like it, okay? Thanks for Thanks, listening guys. to Rick and Bubba or watching or however you get the show, okay? All right. All right, let's go to Bubba. It's been – what just happened? We just lost Lee. And not Lee. We lost – what was his name? Does anybody remember his name? It's Kyle. Rick the well, What's happening here? Look, look, look what's happening here. Some what? some reason this channel of Speedy's microphone has gone to silence. How about that? How does uh, that even happen? I Where? think it's God telling us Speedy needs to hush. It is. Okay. I thought y'all give me more on that one. Uh, <laughs> real, I, I was so I was so God muted him. Uh, God, how about God just muted Speedy? Well, he actually muted me. Yeah, but it's Speedy's mic, so he yeah. meant it for Speedy. He? Well, he's all knowing. He knew it was Kyle, by the way. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle and Georgia, you've got a Harry and David gift card. Now, Kyle, you're not going to be able to get in Harry right David. now. No, we've no, got David your number. That's, that's why I fly cover. So but we have your phone number, Kyle, and we'll call I don't you. Like it, but Bubba, I, have, I have, think if it drops, you lose your prize. No, Greg. <laughs> have we ever even had anybody call from Hopeville? I am not familiar with that, Rick. Right. I don't even know where it is. Lee, are you ready? Yes, sir. Wow, what a win. Let's go, Marcus. Hey. Lee from Hopeville. Look at that spin. I tell you, Marcus, he's got some. Marcus strength. is country strong, he Rick. Stocky right. fella. Low center of gravity. He does. Me. Pull it on around. Come on, come on around. Come on around. Let's see what happens. That's quite a spin. All right, Lee, let's see if Hopeful wins something today. Oh, oh yeah. All yeah, right. I got some flowers. Flowers, flowers, flowers. Smell it. All right, you 1-800-Flowers.com. So. <laughs> Lee, do you want two dozen multicolored roses or two, do- two dozen red roses? Uh, two dozen multicolored roses. Multicolored it is there, Helmsy. <laughs> Got him on hold, and I'll try not to hang up on this one. All right, let's, uh, let's no go. No drum runs today, Greg? Wait, no Bubba, sticks. please. Please, Bubba, do not look a gift horse. Rick hit him. Rick hit him. Don't look a gift, Henry, the horse in the mouth. <laughs> uh, let's go to Cliff in Prattville. Remember, the only person having fun playing drums is the person. <laughs> 
Uh, Cliff. I liked a little doo 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 Yes. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Doing good. What do, hey. you, what do you say to five O? I say, wow, what a wheel. Marcus, let it rip. Yeah! How about old Marcus? Boy, I didn't know he was angry with the wheel. He's, a, no. he got, he's, he's an angry spin. <laughs> he's punishing the wheel. Greg's going to a tambourine. All right, here we go. So Greg may provide various percussions. All right, let's see what we got here. Come on, Marcus. Like being at a camp meeting. Let's see if we can win one from Cliff. Come on, Cliff. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One more. Cliff, you've got the sought-after Rick and Bubba spatula. Well, thank you. Yeah, well, look, contain yourself. All right, so we're going we're to put you on hold. And Whoa, the Rick and grilling Bubba. just took a big change for you, my That's friend. That's right. Send us a picture of you grilling on it, my friend, uh, or with it. If you're right. grilling on it, you're only going to be able to serve a small amount. Right. Uh, Cliff, yeah. I'll put you on hold, buddy. And, you know, this is a great gift idea for the griller on your Christmas list. It is. Let's go one more. Let's go to the ATL. Sue is standing by. Sue, what do you say to birthday boy Marcus? Wow, what a wheel. Spin it. A reverse spin. Reverse spin. It was a power shove. He went the other way. He's 50, Greg. All right, let's see what happens. Sue. <laughs> Sue. Hey, y'all might, might have heard, but uh, my wife is expecting. Yes, I heard that. Yeah, we're excited, and uh, I'm trying to get good at dad jokes, you know, when yeah. you tell your kids corny jokes. Yeah. So I've got one for you. Okay. See what you think. All right. Hey, kids, guess what? I hooked up with your mom. No, 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 I think no, you're missing no. the point there. <laughs> I tell you, that passed your humor. <laughs> and I don't mean the guy leading the church. <laughs> Let's give it up for Marcus. I am Congratulations to our winners. The Will of Meat unplugged. Well, we'll leave it plugged up for the rest of the show. Unless Adler needs us to unplug it. But it's put up for another week. Congratulations to all the winners. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, brand new hour starting. Thank you for being here. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix today, as is the norm. And uh, you can join us at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll get into phone calls this hour. Uh, also, uh, don't forget that uh, that's Hash Brown Hero, earning his degree in common sense. Things that you need to know about. Uh, Wednesday Bible study back today. That'll be live on the YouTube channel, archived soon after to our YouTube channel, our podcast channel. And, of course, also um, all of our links uh, being provided on all of our social media platforms. So that will be there. Uh, also, don't forget uh, that we have a new daily documentary from yesterday. We're now shooting another one. Another one will come out tonight. Uh, the Good Time Gang, a Team Rick and Bubba, Speedy, Greg, and Helms, interviewed by Scott Dawson for Dawson Now, the podcast. That is out today. You can go and enjoy that on your time. Also, you want to check the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Go see Speedy, Greg, and Helmsy. 
uh, at the 10th annual Christmas tree lighting event at the outlet shops of Grand River right outside of Birmingham. That will be this Friday night. Uh, so make plans to go out and see the guys and get in the Christmas season uh, and experience a little Christmas cheer. They even say that there's it's possible that Greg may smile. Mm. Uh, so look for that coming up Friday night. Go see the guys. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bub. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for joining us each and every day for over 25 years. Yes. Uh, so Charles, How about that? Charles Barkley's uh, in trouble again. There, oh, you've got to be kidding Boy, me. Hey, who, who said? Who said? <laughs> uh, Charles, once again, is uh, has gotten into some sort of controversy, and here is the backlash. Uh, it said that, um, that late yesterday uh, a reporter posted on Twitter that the NBA Hall of Famer told her, uh, "I don't hit women, but if I did, I would hit you." Well, uh, and and but he did clarify that he doesn't hit women, yeah, and, mean, and that he, he also said he was joking too. Right. Yeah, I've heard. Well, yeah, I've heard Charles <clears throat> use a line similar to that in yeah. the past. So. But my point is, he said he he doesn't hit women, so right. he, he's not going to hit you. But if you but if he did, the, you would be the one I hit. First of all, like we say, let's calm down. She's acting like a huge victim. You know, right. she's yeah. throwing statistics out there on abuse and come on. I, I don't think this, I mean, I, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but I'm not, I think this is once again, what we keep trying to warn people about. These are the kind of things that really kind of dumb down, you know, and, and, and kind of put people who actually are being abused, abused in, in, uh, in the light they don't need to be in. This needs to be something taking, taken very serious. And when it happens, it should be dealt with. But if you start pointing at everything, claiming this is abuse of women, then people don't take real abuse of women serious. Right. I mean, th- this is not abuse of women. This is obviously a back and forth of someone who was annoying him. And what was that about? What was the well, interview about? They were, they were pushing him on politics, uh, and she was trying to ask him about who he would support uh, for the Democrats in the 2020 race, uh, which Democratic presidential candidate he supports. Uh, and, uh, and he said that um, – um, that he was he, he made the comment while speaking off the record and she published the tweet despite their agreement I, I guess meaning he it, it said who he would support when he said I'd re- I don't want to go on the record about this and when she did that then he made this comment um, and um, and so he, he had supported two uh, two term Massachusetts governor I don't even know who this is do y'all know who yeah, he just got Devil into Patrick. The, yeah, he just got into the presidential race. He's uh, a, a governor, former governor of Pennsylvania, I mm-hmm. think. Right. Uh, he uh, he is a Democrat. He is African American, uh, and I have been told, and I don't know him personally. I, I've really know very little about him, but I've I've told he he is he does have some liberal leanings on social issues, but he's a uh, a, a conservative when it comes to money and fiscal policy. Well, Barkley uh, moved away from him and told her off the record that Pete Buttigieg's campaign had approached him about supporting him uh, in favor of the mayor, and then she said to him um, uh, that that he was reversing his stance, meaning now you're abandoning this candidate, uh, so you're not te- you're not now going to do what you right. told them you would do, and then he said the comment to her, "I don't hit women, but if I did." You know, if I changed, I would I would hit you. <coughs> and so now she's claiming that she's being abused, I guess. And and but, when he yeah. objected, uh, or she says, when I objected, he told me that I couldn't take a joke. 
But then she went and published all of this online after he had agreed to speak with her off the record, record, which is, you know, supposed to be a journalism no-no. And him him making but this she's joke. she's saying that because he said that, that, that blows up all agreements, yeah. and I have to put this out because he said something about hitting a woman. Yeah, he said, I don't hit women. Right. Now, we're, we're leaving that part out. Right. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, yeah. Rick, that's the prerequisite of the whole statement. Right. And, and it's yep. a joke. That's a, that's a common joke that you've heard other yeah. people say. I mean, it'd that. be like saying I'm an arsonist this, if I said to somebody, look, I won't, I won't ever burn somebody's house down. But if I didn't have that moral conviction, I'd burn yours to the ground. Now, Rick, he, you know, the then, then you go out and say, Rick's an arsonist. No, he's burning stuff. No, no, no. I'm just saying if I was an arsonist, your house would be on my list. Well, right. let, let's look at you her know? tweet. Let's look at her tweet. She says, uh, Charles Barkley told me tonight I don't hit women, but if I did, I would hit you. And then when I objected, he told me I couldn't take a joke. Then mm-hmm. she says, I hate being part of this story, so here's a reminder that this is so much bigger than me. Nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an uh, intimate partner in the U.S., one in four women, one in nine men, blah, blah, and goes on to all this. The point is, honey, that no that, one is not is denying yeah. your facts, but you're using that to break an on-the-record agreement which is is wrong to start with, and it was a joke. This is the biggest problem with our country. We can't take a joke. No, we're anymore. scared of words. And oh. We, yeah, oh, we're <laughs> terrified of words. And you know, again, this is just an example of somebody, this young lady who has worked very hard to get into a position where she's going to be interviewing Charles, but has a very just she's not very worldly. She doesn't understand the world, and and has a a very bizarre. I mean, no one's saying that he's justifying hitting women. He, it, he's one; it was a joke, and he said, "I don't hit women." Then, then everything after that has to fall under the category of, "Well, he doesn't hit women." It's right. a joke, lady. Yeah. It's a joke. Well, if, right. if he would have said, "You make me," you so- don't like the joke. I'm sorry. It's still a joke. Right. <laughs> well, if he if he would have said, "You make me so mad, I just want to punch you." Mm-hmm. Okay. You, yeah. you probably got something, but but if but if he says I don't hit women, that's the end of it. But it's, that's it's the not, kind of thing that Charles Barkley yes, says. You got to know who you're talking. That's <clears> the kind of reason that people want to interview him. That's the <clears> reason people <throat> tune in to broadcast he's on because he says things that you normally wouldn't say. That's part of the Charles stick. Everybody knows that. Well, the most alarming thing about this is the candidates he's willing to support. That's more alarming than what he said. Yeah. Right. Uh, <clears> so uh, so he. Um, it's obvious. This is a. I don't. I, I don't know why we can't learn that that I, I know that you this young lady she looked at this in my opinion and said wow he said something that sounds like I can get some attention now yep I'm gonna go out and claim mm-hmm. that Charles Barkley threatened right? threatened to abuse me and I'm not gonna stand here and let anybody joke about right. ab- abuse how about this people should not physically abuse anybody anytime anywhere no and there's nothing. And, and I disagree with Charles on a lot of things, but there's nothing in this that is promoting abuse of anyone. It's just not there. Yeah. And Rick, now get this. A few users on Twitter said they need to hear more proof before they'll decide to cancel Barkley. This oh, is the cancel oh, we, we culture. Cancel That's the new thing. We really couldn't come up with a good yeah, name. We're going to cancel yeah. you. So we just call yeah, it cancel go. somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. Now is that is now that, we're looking at it? Is that bullying to the highest oh, order? I'm going to cancel you. We're going to take a look at I this, mean, that, and then we may cancel you. If yeah. you're offended by words, that is terrible. You're oh. basically saying I'm going to snuff mm-hmm. you out, absolutely, because of something you said. I'm going to snuff you. I'm going to cancel you. I'm cancelling you out. Isn't that abuse? Yeah, it's abuse. It's yeah. abuse. One of of 
America where you can say what you want to say for the most part. So I guess what the, the, the mob of today says, you can't physically strike anybody, but you can go and destroy someone's reputation, personality, and life. Yeah, sure. You just trample their religious beliefs, yeah. uh, their freedom to, of expression, all of that, if you think it reaches a certain level of hate. But I'll tell you what they won't stand for is abuse. Our <laughs> <laughs> bullying. Yeah. Well, maybe y'all need to revisit the term <laughs> bullying that you put out, that you made famous. Oh, my goodness. 15 minutes past. Cancel somebody. Give me a break. Cancel. You ain't got the authority to cancel anybody for any reason. Who's ready for a phone troll? Get your Work hands considered. up. Get your hands up. I got it. All right, let's go. Phone troll coming up. All 10 lines are available. You can get in. We'll talk to you next. Come on. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six, we be big. Come on, come on, come on, come on. A long distance directory assistance. All right, so we got we got plenty of room uh, because we go ten lines now. Seven of them are full now, but we'll roll through those rapid fire at the end of thirty seconds. The buzzer will sound, and then uh, we'll get to the next caller. So you'll get the, the line will start moving. Uh, so if you want to dial now, you will get in. Hash Brown Hero is standing by. Here we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones are trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone, phone troll. troll. Let's go to Joe in Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Joe, 30 seconds. Let's go. How you doing, fellas? Good. Hey. Appreciate the show. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Uh, think about the whole thing with Charles there. You're right. You know, nobody can take a joke anymore. Reminds me of one of my favorite movies and the favorite line, uh, movie Stripes, where the guy says, lighten up, Francis. Yep. Yes. And I don't know if you remember that. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, 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 we quote, quote that, that quite a bit. Yeah, quite we'll, a bit. We'll, throw, up, we'll throw that out on the show in a minute. Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, uh, I'm not gay, but if I were, Speedy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh my well, gosh! I wish, I wish we could get a timeout. Oh there. my gosh! What was that last statement? Was that done on purpose? No. That's it. Right at thirty seconds. I don't know. If, if I, I'm not gay, but if I were speedy and it ended, look at this point in your life. If anybody finds you attractive, it's big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he might have said, but let, but if I no, were, let's leave it at that. Yeah. <clears throat> I would. Richard Simmons did lick your eye. Come on. Let's yeah. keep, Why let's, does it always go to Richard? He kind of thought you were hot. Well, he might have been asking me about y'all. Who? Like you know, if it was Speedy, is is Helmsy available? He, no. might, he might have said that. Thank you. That's nice, Speedy. That's really good. Way. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Mike and Harvest. <laughs> Mike, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey, I'm good. Good. Yeah, I'm doing it. Good. Uh, I heard a couple of days ago on the radio, and this is not something I saw on Facebook or anything like that. I actually heard this on the radio. That the Pope is adding an eleventh commandment that has to do with climate change. Have y'all heard anything about that? I don't. I don't who is the Pope? Oh, the Pope. I, I don't know who gave the Pope a, the authority to add commandments, but but I don't know if he's adding a commandment. Okay. But I know he did want to somehow. I don't know official. I'm the Pope and I can do things. I don't know how this falls under. But there anyway, I am doing it. Do it. But uh, yes, climate, oh, if you're you. if you're damaging the the earth, then he, it would be considered a sin. I don't know if he wants to make that official. How do you do that? I don't know. Well, it, like, well, they, they, like at what point he, do you come over and say, "Let me tell you, what are you doing over here?" Well, I know. I, I'm, I know. I'm, I think I'm burning the, a brush pile 
Where am I? Uh, that's what I'm saying. I, I, it's going to be tough. But I, now I, I heard that's I just vaguely heard that. I guess we can go. Well, I think in the Catholic Church, the priest, you know, can he, I mean the Pope can you know? Can he? I don't know the terminology, but he, you know, they write all these books and things and add stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, I, well, he's I don't know something about climate change being a sin. I don't know how to break it. I mean, if you're contributing to, it. I don't, and I don't mean to. I don't know the Pope, but I, I do yeah, know I this. Know. I think there are things that uh, us being stewards of the fallen creation. That if we're not being good stewards, I think that's already covered. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, okay. but right. now if he wants to start talking about this man-made climate change unproven theory, he didn't have the authority to say anything about that. No, we don't. And he can have a pope and a smile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, we, 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 uh, y'all until, until we can do whatever we want to do till China and India starts the process, but we're all wasting our time. Lenny, you're right. Lenny and Pensacola. Lenny, go ahead. 30 seconds. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks guys. Hey, my mom passed away from a stroke not too long ago, but up until the day she died, she swore up and down that she used to play with little tiny people on the island of Guam. So I want to hear from you guys. What is the strangest thing that you actually believe in? The weirdest thing that you actually think is true? Uh, wait a no, minute. That's a good I'm question. Giving, Lenny, I'm and giving you a timeout. I'm we, confused. We, I'm, I'm lost. <clears throat> Lenny, that you, you've covered too much territory. Okay. Let's back up just a minute. Tell us about these little people on Guam. What, what do you mean? No, no. What do you mean what? your mom believed it? Well, my mom grew up on Guam, and she said when she was a small child that these little tiny people would come out and only come out when there were children in the jungles. They would come out and they would play with them. And we would, we would ask her, "Mom, you're like, come on, really?" Are you? And she'd say, "I swear, they were little tiny people. They looked like real. They looked like normal people, but they were tiny. And they would come out and they would play with the children. And when adults came around, they would leave. And 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 up until the day she died, she swore. And she was a devout Christian woman. She swore okay. up and down." I'm not lying. There were tiny little people that okay, would come I, out, just I, like I don't think she's lying to you. And Ireland. Okay. I, I don't think she's <laughs> lying to you, but I think there's probably some a logical answer to what she was speaking of. You said she was a yeah, child. So. You said she was a child, right? Yeah. So a child doesn't always have the full understanding of their environment and what's around them. Uh, the Pacific Rim people are not known to be overly large, tall anyway, right? <laughs> right. Hello, this is your part, Lenny. Go ahead, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, that is true, but it's kind of odd that those legends, you know, they're in Ireland, they're in Hawaii. Well, we're not talking about those. We're talking about your mother in Guam. I Mm -hmm. thought that's what we were talking about. That that is correct, yeah. And and I I know people from that part of the world, and they're they're just not real big uh, physically, and especially when they're younger. Because a lot of them have not had the great nutrition and prenatal care that we have now, so they may even be undernourished a little bit. And I imagine that the the kids there would look very small to her. <laughs> Is that a logical uh, answer guess, for that? Possible? Uh, uh, I don't think that. I don't think that would be a logical answer for that particular situation. Well, it must I mean, be spacemen then. Let's just go with that one, yeah. guys. He's not wanting us to make logical no. sense out of that. No. He's wanting us to answer the question: right. What is the strangest well, thing just, we've encountered? Well, just ask and that believe question, in. Then well, he did. He well, did answer. He did well, ask that question. No, well, by if itself. Remember, if by you'll itself. remember on, on the Andy Griffith show, <clears throat> yeah, 
And he didn't believe about Mr. McBeavy. Well, he was there. Mm-hmm. And, and to Bubba's point, it had a logical. The kid was explaining what he saw. That's right. It had a logical explanation, which is what Bubba was talking about. There's a logical uh, answer. Yours is yours is Black Panthers. Yeah, Bubba. Well, Bubba. Uh, I don't know if that would be. Um... Well, people say they don't exist here. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. and you believe in it because you saw it, just like his mom. Um. Okay, I'll, I'll go with that. I'll, I'll go with that for a quick <laughs> Right, answer. but I mean, it may be true, but you're, you're saying right, something a lot of people right. say you, you didn't see. Right. Or you didn't, yeah, it's well, not what, I, you, I thought, it's not what I, you thought it was. I saw it with a witness. Yeah. No, I, sure. no, but I'm just I'm saying it fits his question. That, I'll go with that. Yes. yes. Mine is, I thought he was talking about something like even stranger. Like, my, mine, mine would be. Because that's a given. I mean, right. that really happened. Well, mine was that Auburn win another football national championship in my lifetime. Well, yeah, that's probably, ah. probably a good one. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fantasy land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anybody else? I, you know, I can't. You know I me. Mean? I don't believe in anything. But right. No, you really don't. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I can't. The strangest thing you believe in? Mm. Uh, do you believe that there's something weird going on with the Masons? Oh yeah, you talking about secret societies? Okay, the so deep that state, would be great. The deep state. We might, I tell you what, we might could name. You don't each have to other. just sing like we the probably could name each emails. others better than we could name well, ourselves. That's, that's a good yeah. point. I, I, maybe the deep, maybe the Illuminati. <laughs> well, you know, if, if you if you really that, that we if you believe in the deep state, all you or don't believe, all you got to do is watch these hearings oh, yeah. and you see how ingrained some of those people are. Yeah, and that the guy leading it all, Schiff, has got these weird, crazy eyes like. He'll flare him at me every now and then, like like I see something nobody else sees. Right? You know, I'm like he's hey, he scaring just, the kids. He just he just flared his eyes at me, like he knows I know. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. Thanks for being with us. Ancestry.com/slash/bubba teaming up with Rick and Bubba. Glad to uh, help some of you uh, to get your DNA kit. You can get that by going to Ancestry.com slash Bubba. Uh, if you want to really know some details about your genealogy and uh, your family's origin, boy, Ancestry DNA uh, kits can help them now have access to 100 million family trees and billions of records to give you more insight into that genealogy and the origin of your family. And it'll be something fun to sit around and look at and talk about. Uh, during the uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's celebrations. So uh, go to Ancestry.com slash Bubba right now. Also find a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. To the phones, uh, we continue at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, uh, let's go to um, Lisa out of Dothan listening to us on News Talk 103.9. Lisa, how are you? I'm better than I deserve. How are you, Rick? Well, oh, us same, too. Us same, too. Same. Dave Ramsey, same. <laughs> uh, that's right. Hey, you know what? I like to draft off of successful people, just like you guys. Hey, I got a thought on this whole Chick-fil-A thing. I think the reason it feels so greasy to so many of us is Chick-fil-A markets hard to the Christian community. Look what they did with the Popeyes thing. Oh, Jesus ate Chick-fil-A at the Last Supper. And not a month later, they turn around and pull funding from Salvation Army and Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Are you kidding me? Well, really? It, yeah. Well, I think it's. It, I think anytime somebody looks at something and you know you didn't have very high expectations, you know, kind of like our show for twenty five years, and mm-hmm. you go, well, that's not so bad. But I think just like the article in the American Conservative today, the 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 writer is saying you kind of thought that this was not possible. You kind of thought they had weathered the storm. You kind of thought they had the attitude of, we will not be bullied. 
Uh, we're not going to you know, answer to the woke movements. Uh, we're going to run a nice, clean family business. We're going to stand on what our faith is. We don't mean anybody any harm, uh, but we won't be bending to the, the bullies and the pressure. And if you find us offensive, that's okay. Uh, we still love you. Eat somewhere else, or we'd love to have you eat here. And everybody was kind of like, man, that, that they're doing it right. And, and then when you see this, you're just kind of like, oh. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's, did that Jesus and Chick Fil A thing actually? I thought that was like a Photoshop deal. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure. Real, that that'd been about some Babylon beefs. Yeah, I don't I, think that was. Yeah, but but I could be wrong. But I don't think that was legit. I think somebody I don't think put that together. Do that. Yeah, I, I don't believe it. I don't recall that either. Uh, we continue. Let's go to Colleen in Florida. Colleen, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Good morning. Hey. I'm doing great. How y'all doing? Good, great. fantastic. Hey. I've got a quick uh, comment as far as the Charles Barkley and the abuse thing. And I want to say that abuse is real. And these women out there who want to wear combat boots into a situation where they've got heels on, leave the heels on the shelf and be prepared for what you're getting into. (laughs) It's tough out in this world today. And if you want to go into a situation where you think you want to bring somebody down based on your own morals, be careful what you're doing. Yeah, you're saying that she's she needs to realize if you're going to go out and try to you know go after Charles Barkley on inconsistency, you know you need. Yeah. I, I've heard my my mother and 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 my sister and wife have said you got to get your big bur- big girl panties on. Mm-hmm. And uh, you said exactly. you you said put your 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 combat boots on and and realize that you're talking to a a male who is very outspoken and you can't go in there and yeah. say hey I'm in here and I'll ask you the hard questions. And then he says something to you that's kind of mean. You're like, "Oh, I'm a woman. Don't don't say that." Right. Yeah, you, you can't right. you can't have it both ways, yeah, right? And you you see that right. too much. Yeah, and it, and it you really on the shelf and put the combat boots on if you're going into war. And it's disrespectful and it to women who are being abused and they have nothing. Yes, it is. And they and they're they're victims. And it, it it's it's disrespectful to them. This young lady's not a victim. She if she wants yeah, exactly. to if she wants to say it was a, a joke that I didn't like, then fine, leave it at that. Hitting is wrong all the way around, but if you're a woman going after a man in that manner, be prepared for the smackdown. He has every right to defend himself as well. Thanks for the call, Colleen. Appreciate it. Uh, we continue, 866-WE-BE-BIG to Mississippi. Jim, Jim, go ahead. Hey, fellas. Um, hope you guys are having a great day. We I love are. y'all show. Love your ministry. Uh, quick question. I got a little cafe. My wife and I run. We lost a main cook. Mm. And... Uh, now, my new cook wants to put pimentos in this giblet gravy. Mm-hmm. Now, we're coming up on the holidays, and I love hearing you guys mm-hmm. talk about food. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Don't change it. So when, mm-hmm. when, when you mess with giblet gravy, you're messing with Thanksgiving, right? Whoa! And so, no, I love pimentos. giblet gravy. Has, has anybody ever heard of putting pimentos in giblet no, gravy? No, I'll, no, I'll just, okay. no. Or giblet gravy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like pimentos in nothing. Yeah, we call, we call, it, we call it giblet gravy, but... How about this giblet, giblet, whatever you call it? It's mm-hmm. a it's a Thanksgiving classic, and and it it, it uh, there's no room for pimento in well, in giblet gravy. You, no, you know I think uh, Jim, you you said the key thing. It's a new cook. He needs to just get in line and and perform like you need him to for a while before he starts changing the menu. Right? Yeah, just show me that you can keep our menu rocking like it always been, and yeah. maybe once you're established, we can talk about what you want. Yeah, to do maybe next yeah. year we'll look at it. We'll try mm-hmm. some samples. That's right. And I'm not trying like to that. I'm not trying to crush your creativity. No. I'm just trying to say we we like our gravy a certain way That's here it. and we want that our yep. our customers come here expecting it a certain way and don't tamper with it. And you just been here a month and we don't know how long you're gonna last, so let's not mess with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Next thing you'll be wanting to do is serve stuffing. So you see what I'm saying? <laughs> you see where this goes? 
That's right. Thanks, That's Jim. Right. Not in Mississippi. Hey, Jim, not in Mississippi. Yeah. Kind of want to eat there. All right. I do, too. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> pimentos and giblet gravy. Is I don't it? like pimentos and pimento. Yeah, I'm, all. I'm about. Don't a, like a sandwich. I'm about a three and a half on pimento cheese. Mm. I like it, it on the, if it's oh, homemade. In the bluest of moons, I'll tolerate it, but I've never found it to be great. Yeah, mm. no, I've gave it second chances too. I just can't. Mm-hmm. I can't get it. Now that homemade's good. What is a pimento, Greg? What do you mean by that? Has somebody Not made that, a homemade yeah, for you? Yeah, well, like the restaurants that make it. Some brought it here one day, mm-hmm. and they had them uh, chips that I like that you dip in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that old kind out of out of the tub. Mm. <laughs> that old orange one, Mm-mm. right? I don't like that. You like a pimento cheese sandwich? No, I, I didn't. Nah. Either. It's got whoever right brought it. was a restaurant from Montgomery one day, and I they brought it. Yeah, but where are you in pimento cheese? Yeah, it's good. I don't homemade. Didn't have a lot of pimento. I don't. I don't like pimento cheese you at all. Not light on the pimento. I don't I like them in olives. That's why I get jalapeno stuffed olives. My mm-hmm. life, my life is just fine mm-hmm. without a pimento being in it. You know, I I have a very limited menu that I like, but I like a lot of it. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Bubba follows the menu of a child, but buddy, he goes hard. I'm yeah. telling you. Uh, we can Pass continue. the applesauce. <laughs> I, like cheese. I do like tomato cheese sandwiches. Yeah. No shocker there, buddy. Thank you. You got it. Uh, we continue. I knew without asking. Oh, sure. Loved, of course he does. Of course he does. <laughs> uh, we, we continue. Cindy and Coleman. Cindy, go ahead. Hi, guys. I just wanted to call and let you know that I have actually seen a Black Panther. Here we go. Mm-hmm. You're not no, alone. You and a lot of people. You're not alone. We were going down 69 towards Stony Lonesome OHV Park, mm-hmm. and it ran across the road in front of us. Hey. We both, me and my husband looked at each other like, did we just see what we thought we saw? Yeah. Right. yeah I, look, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm telling you, Greg, in Chilton County, <laughs> I seen not only one, I seen one with babies. Oh, and I see. He took that story. They, they were several. Down there. With what? With the babies. <laughs> he you know, took hey, his... hey, you know what I was on, Speedy, when I saw it? What? My steed's gear. You know, what? My steed's gear. Oh, okay. <laughs> How many times did I hear that yesterday? <laughs> hey, you got to help me get my steed's gear up. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, he'll go to work with that steed's gear. He lays all about it. That's, <laughs> some, that's something you're using logging to, Speedy. Hey. Huh? Hey. Hey. What are you talking about? The uh, yeah, and how about what it is? Yeah, <laughs> Gary and I like worked all day together yesterday. What an experience! And it's uh, he well, he's I mean, it was uh, get him on that tractor, he's something else. Oh, too. my goodness, huh? Hey, all I need is my stitch gear and, and help you get over logging. Uh, of course, we, we 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 had one, thankfully, it was plastic. We had a we had one shooting house that those stitch gear didn't balance too well. And, oh, my, oh, really? I, I knew it was gonna happen, he got away, he, he did too. I said, guys, I don't know if that's going to ride. No, let me get in there with a stitch gear. I can get it. <laughs> and, uh, with the what? Stitch gear. <laughs> it fell. Oh, yeah. Side, yeah. But it was yeah. plastic. It was all right. It made it. Glad I wasn't under it. <laughs> right. Yeah, that been then bad. there was the tree that we cut down that we fell right back on the vehicle. That was oh, that's all right. What? Hey, no, I'm going to lay it down this way. I said, girl, I don't, do I need to back the vehicle up? No, I ain't, ain't going to go that way. <laughs> Why are we just hearing about this? <laughs> well, I mean, it was not, there was a, it was like like uh, on Gary's stories, you know, the things that have happened. There, there was nothing that was uh, that got they got into the top five, but there was some basic Gary stuff that you can always depend on. <laughs> we we continue eight six six. We be big. Uh, let's go to um, uh, Ben uh, in Missouri. Ben, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Doing good yourself? Oh, fantastic, man. That's good. I just wanted to make a comment about the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, about the uh, sorry about that. About uh, Chick Fil A. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we ain't all Donald Trump that can take the heat day in and day out and still smile at everybody. And uh, once you get under too much, you crack. And so I think I just think that's what happened with uh, Chick Fil A there. And yeah, I just thought. That, uh, I, I guess I'm trying to figure out what pressure were they under. I mean, I know you get at. some, but yeah. I mean, if you look at the Bible, it, does it say in there when when uh, when you're when you're being persecuted, go ahead and crack? That's not what the Bible says. Yeah, I agree with that. Just mm-hmm. I guess always every time they try to go in city or something like that, they get hammered back on it, and I just figure that's just what happened is they just got tired of it and they caved in. So just that's just what I was thinking. I, I think too, but that's not a good story. Yeah, I mean the, that that's not good. The article, it is, I agree. Yeah. The article pointed out that I think a lot of the higher ups that <laughs> I actually agree you know, with you, but that's th- the problem that that run in some of these circles, they got tired of being. Uh, Set at the kids' table, right. so to speak. No, you're right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know, when they go somewhere, they want to be, uh, you know, looked on and held up like the, you know, the the other food people are. And they, oh, Chick Fil A, well, they, you know. Right. Of course, right out of scripture, it says count it joy. Oh, I know. But they, when you're ostracized mm-hmm. by the world, count it joy. They may have outgrown their ability to cover. No, you're right. right. No, you're right. I I agree with the the, the caller's point, but that is the problem. That's right. not a, that's that's not an okay. <laughs> that, no, well, now that you said that, I guess I'm good with it. <laughs> no, no, that's what we've been talking about. It's a problem. That's what's disappointing. Yeah, they caved in. Yeah, yeah. And that's, now the pressure. <laughs> that's just too much pressure. They cracked under. Yeah, I know. That's that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. It is nine minutes now to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIGS-A-NUMBER. Uh, phone call still coming in. Things that uh, you need to know, uh, and that is um, we do have another daily documentary that was out from yesterday. There will be another one coming out tonight, so be paying attention for that. Adler has committed. He's doing daily documentaries uh, to the end of the year as we finish up year 25 here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Wednesday Bible study back today on the YouTube channel as well. That'll be at noon Central Time Live. It'll be archived soon after. Uh, all right, so Mike's out of Dothan. Uh, we had a caller earlier uh, that talked about that there are things that his uh, mother believed uh, as a child uh, happened to her, including that little people would come out of the jungles of Guam and play with the little children, and she really did believe that. And he asked, what are some of the craziest things that, that are hard to believe that we believe? And, and, we, and we talked about some of those. And, and Mike is weighing in on that because he actually served in the Philippines. Uh, Mike, welcome to Rick and Bubba, and thanks for your service to the country. Well, thank you. Hi, Biggins. How y'all doing? We're good. We're, We're great. Right after. Hope you're doing good. Doing good. Yeah, I served uh, with the reserves and on active duty in Part of my time was in I was in the Philippines for some training. We were outside of Subic Bay and we did some jungle training with some of the Marines that were there. <clears throat> in the briefing prior to going out, uh, they told us some of the things we may encounter, and they said there is a group of people that live in the jungle, and they were called Negritos. Hey. And they when we got out. In the jungle area, there were some roads, and there were actually signs that had these little bitty people on the signs carrying like a spear where they would cross the road at night. And they said, if you encounter them, don't approach them. Leave them alone. If they if they come to us, let them come to us, but do not act like they're even in the area. 
I never saw them. I saw the signs, and they were serious when they told us about how to act around them and don't don't approach them, don't say anything, just let them do their thing. Hmm. Okay, so it's right, so it's kind of some kind of indigenous population yes. that they didn't want to mess with, yes. but but they were small people. Yep. They were kind of yeah, like kind of like the pygmies very, of New Guinea. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so it's okay. So they they're, told us they said they would come up to about your waist. All right. So we're looking at a picture right. now. Adler's all the way to the left. Is that the 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 tribe of people he's talking about? It would be the yeah, the man. I think so. I think so. Okay. So you're just saying they were just uh, they're normally not very large people. They're in the jungles of Guam, and this could be what this man's mother encountered. Yeah. yeah. It 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 could be. He said they were very friendly, but. They didn't. They did not want to be approached. So right. that's not very friendly. They can. Well, that's an important safety note. If someone has <laughs> yeah. a weapon, yeah. yeah. So if you're toting yeah. a spear and you don't yeah. want to be talked to, then yeah. well, you I appreciate that. that. Yeah, I appreciate that heads up. Uh, okay, you're an old boy from South Alabama. You just you know understood. You, you don't know what to think when you see something like that. But they were serious about encountering them. They had seen them, and they said just just act like they're not there if they come to us. We've got people that can speak their language. Some of the some of the natives that helped us train, but uh, for us not to approach them. Okay, All right. See, that's, that's, that's part of the logical right. explanation of go. that story. Yep. Yeah. There's usually yeah. a logical explanation. Know, not I, always. I, I know. Sometimes it takes a little longer to find it. Uh, <laughs> like why Greg's tire went flat. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, that's There's one of the weirdest. That. That's one of the weirdest things, Greg. That's Maybe so strange. I can't believe Greg has it. not seen one of those plug-in pumps you got. I thought everybody had those. Well, like mm-hmm. a little piece of junk. But oh, there ain't much to it. Yeah. But it it takes a while. He it thinks, blow it up. Greg thinks it was the cold air, but that's that's something. Yeah. They. You know. Usually when it's cold, your tire pressure will go down. Guys, the next person says Please that, I'm going to punch it. Let's go to Alex. I was laughing <laughs> what so I love hard is that you Adler know what we're today. doing, you can't help it. When Adler this morning was yeah. trying to say, I knew what was coming. I was already laughing. Let's go to Alex. Alex, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm doing good, guys. How are you? Good. Great. Good. Hey, I'm going to have a deer hunter, and I know you guys are too, but I got to – I seen a post on Facebook the other day that made me chuckle. It, you know, I've got it in front of me here. It says, with all this ginger crap going on, do I really need to use my buck tag, or can I use my doe tag on a buck? Uh, that's okay. funny. All okay. right. That's not yeah. bad. Okay. We're talking about gender confusion that's and right. wildlife. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so if you, if you shoot a doe <clears throat> and you weren't – in the in whatever state you're in says you weren't supposed to do that, say, well, it actually identified as a buck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if you're that's how oh, I saw it. If you're over the buck limit, say, well, that's not a, who, who's to say that's a buck, right? Maybe that buck identified as a as a female. That's right. So never know. Yeah. Well, I will say they'll they'll solve that by just saying antlers or no antlers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we of course isn't that being judgmental? Can yeah, can, uh, can can somebody with antlers be a female deer if they want to be? Who are we to judge? Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't Eight. see him as antlers. Tell him that. <laughs> right. It's all how I see it. <laughs> 866, we be big. Uh, we continue. Let's go to um, uh, Debbie in Fort Payne. Debbie, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Debbie. Boy, Debbie, you hung on so long, too. Uh, let's go to Booker in Monroeville. Booker, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Good. How are you men doing this morning? We're good. Okay, listen, there's a, a condition that's a recessive gene, but that's also been found in all populations around the world. Uh, the term is primordial, and it occurs in which 
Well, when it occurs, there's a systematic uh, uh, devaluation of height and, and weight on human beings. There used to be whole groups of these people that were very small. And if you look that up, you'll find uh, today, even once in a while, uh, there are people of normal size who give birth to children that are what are called primordial. And they're very tiny people. Sometimes they only weigh 20 pounds to 25 pounds fully grown. Oh, okay. And, uh, so I thought you were talking about Adler, but he's a little bigger than that. Yeah. No, he's a little bigger. He's yeah, right, a yeah. giant among them. Okay. Yeah, Adler would be a giant, yes. Okay. Okay. Well, and that that also another explanation? I've seen yeah. that on TLC, primordial dwarfs. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just – they're like miniature people. Yeah, Greg, yeah. They don't have the – Mm-hmm. You know, say they're just right. tiny people. There you go. I always bring up the one they had, and he was doing karate. Here we go. He's very and agile. Just in general. He was. I mean, he was about how many? Big. He was just. How many players do you know from Guam in the NBA? Not a lot. Well, there you go. See, mm-hmm. Mugsy Bogues. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's not Spud Webb. Guam? Yeah. Spud Webb. Spud Webb. <laughs> They we're talking we're about people from Guam. Guam. We're, they may we're, be. I don't know. We're, we're, I thought they were. We're joking, guys. Yeah, right. Play along. Primordials. Yeah. Play They're along. just like miniature people. <laughs> yeah. so on page they don't two. have the characteristics yeah. of dwarves. And Greg, you, I know it. you're an expert in this area. I, 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 I stand down. Yeah, I stand. Greg? Greg? <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, you're not, if you don't know, Adler's rolling YouTube footage. Right. This is Adler at Lion's Heart. Oh, Rick, that's great. <laughs> I guess it's the Veterans Day Rumble they have. Sorry, Adler. This is from Veterans Day Rumble. <laughs> See, Adler, you should have gone had lunch with me. <laughs> Looking good, Adler. Oh. Top of the hour. Uh, if you leave us, have a great day. You got more Rick and Bubba top of the hour, and uh, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station. But they should be. In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness, faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again, to give the people what they really want to hear, and not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Seven minutes past. Rick and Bubba Show from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy all here. Adler's got the YouTube option for you and another daily documentary today. And Hash Brown Heroes are Rick and Bubba intern, earning his degree in common sense. Common sense, now a superpower. And welcome back, Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here and glad to be part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Yep, there you go. Glad you're here too, bud. All right, so uh, we have uh, we have other things to cover. Uh, we were, uh, were I know the the President Trump 
uh, impeachment. Uh, uh, is this the public? Uh, there's been there's been behind closed doors. Now we're public. So the one public that's been going on, and it, it sounded like it went in. I was I was coming back from uh, uh, the the farm yesterday and was was listening, and I and it sounded like that they were going they were live, and then Speedy informed me, yeah, they were live because it went all the way to eight. Yeah, Central yeah. nine o'clock Eastern. There were some breaks throughout the day, but yeah, the yeah. the last session it it was way on into the night. Yeah, and <clears throat> and now they're continuing. Supposedly, this is uh, this. Uh, do you say his name Sondland? Yeah, Sondland, uh, Ambassador, Amba- Ambassador Sondland, Ambassador to the to the uh, to Europe. I guess is his title, right? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. But he's over, he's not the ambassador to the Ukraine, but he, I think he's over all of Europe. Yeah, and uh, and I can't. We were trying to listen in the break. Yeah, tough. I, I can't figure out exactly where this is landing, but I will tell you, there's a part of what he's saying. Uh, and again, we've we've said all along how this is probably going to go is down party lines, and the president will get in uh, will get impeached. Uh, but then, when it goes to the Senate for removal, he will not be removed, a la Bill Clinton, and then you will see him serve out. Um, I mean that's I mean but um, so but this is it sounds like look they were going to vote to impeach the night they won the election right, right. two years ago right. so that shouldn't be a shock to anybody it's just the dog and pony show of it. it's kind of ridiculous to a lot of us yeah and it, and it it seems that what this guy is saying sounds pretty damaging as far as the um, you know if you were trying to to I know they I know they tried to take uh, the uh, the quid pro quo and remove it because it wasn't testing well now we're calling bribery. Uh, but, yeah, they've but, cha- they've changed it, and you know, yesterday we had uh, one of the people doing the questioning that asked the witnesses directly, "Is have you witnessed an impeachable offense?" N- no, both of them said they said, "Have you witnessed witnessed bribery?" No. Yeah, and it, we move on to the next so-called witness. And what this guy is saying, and I've heard this a couple times, they're like, "If you've spent any time around Donald Trump, the person, he he's bombastic." Uh, he is very. He shoots from the hip. He'll say anything. So if you've been in a conversation with him concerning Ukraine, he probably talked about everything involving Ukraine, including investigations, including you know the way they have. But I guess the thing that uh, is a little that that's hard to explain is that Ukraine ended up getting what they wanted. But there's really no indication that they did anything that would have been required in order to to get it. And and I heard uh, yesterday some of the commentators saying, well, you know, when did the Ukrainian people become the left's new thing to to coddle and cuddle when Obama didn't give anything? Yeah, that, I, I mean, he, he blocked uh, any yeah, aid to him for eight years. So, right. So uh, it's just it's just a it's just what? business as usual. And and keep in mind while all this circus is going on. We are running out of money, and the government has had to pass a special four-week spending bill to raise the national debt so they can continue to do whatever they're doing up there while this is going on. Well, and, yeah, and don't forget that point you're making. If this goes down party lines, and we, we think it, it, it clearly might, he'll get impeached, then he won't be removed. Right. Then you kick into the 2020, elect, uh, 2020 election cycle, and then you try to find out did did what? Because the only reason the Democrats are doing this, I don't. Everybody, you know, the adult in the room, it isn't because they're looking out for the good of the country. Just so you know, uh, there. This is politics, is all this is, and it could be the conservatives doing it, or it could be the liberals, or it could be the Republicans, it could be the Democrats. 
it's all about politics. There, no, there's no looking out for the good of the country. They really don't think the country's in trouble if President Trump isn't removed. What they're saying is their party may be in trouble and their political power may be in trouble if they can't get Donald Trump removed. And I would say there's some rhinos out there that think if you if these kind of candidates are allowed to come in and serve four to eight, you know, all the way, this is trouble for all of us normal politicians. No matter what letter we have by us. A normal politician. Mm-hmm. Or you could insert the term deep state there, Rick. Right. Mm-hmm. The lifers in DC. The lifers. Yeah. And that that's on both sides of the political fence. Yeah, they listen, don't don't kid yourself. There's some people who are more their main issue in our government is staying in the office they're in and keeping the perks that go with it and the secretary and the letterhead and the car and the driver and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, and they are Democrat and Republican. Yeah, and, and we mentioned this even by some people that we like. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. I, I think I think if and this may sound weird, and you said, it, and I agree with you. Uh, I certainly don't have any ill will toward Jeff Sessions. I don't know him personally to say he's a great guy or a bad guy, but I think he's done his job uh, representing our state and w- done a good job. Well, up to this point, yeah. But I I have to admit, if you ask me, well, tell me about the person, I would say, well, you know, I I don't know that much about him as a person. But I was a little disappointed that he keeps wanting to come back and be in the Senate again, because in my in my in my mind, I'm like, I, I think I would have probably liked him better if he just said, "Look, I've done my time." And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I and was that doesn't not, mean I don't think you'll do. I was not job. excited about that decision. I, I don't. I don't think it speaks well. And I do. I. You've never heard me say a, a South a, 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 any kind of negative language about Jeff Sessions. I, I think very highly of him, and I think. Probably he has such a respect for the law. That's one of the reasons he's got in trouble because he wants to be even above reproach. The the spirit of the law, not just the letter of it. I'm just not a fan. I know you're not either, and and I agree with you. I'm just not a fan of uh, career politicians. I don't care what yeah. party, yeah, what, what party either. they represent. No, I, I, just, I don't either. And just, I, I think that now we're wading into that area. And it, yeah. I don't think it looks yeah. good. Yeah, I think I would have thought more of him if he just said, I've done my time. But he didn't call and ask me. So, he didn't, you know. and, and I'm not saying he won't do a good job if he ends up winning again. Yep. But I think the Alabama people may not as be as strong for him this round as they have been in the past. Well, we'll see. Now, I don't know that. I don't know that. I mean, there's there's some people that, you know, if they lock and load on somebody, you can't, you can't and especially in this state. This state may be the most loyal to these career politicians that I've ever seen. I mean, you can't shake them loose from a career politician. It, by golly, if they're going to support them, it doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter what comes out. It, I mean, if they come back around again, they'll, they'll, they'll go for them. I mean, well, the power of the incumbent, Rick. Right. So it's uh, pretty powerful. Yeah, it is. So, and, and again, I'm, I wouldn't be bothered if he ended up getting that seat Senate seat back at all. I'm just, I'm just talking about the, the bigger picture of these career politicians. So, uh, so anyway, we'll see how this goes. But, but I think the the play is you could be sitting there as a Democrat, and and this applies to business plans, political plans, and you could have said we're going in on this. We think this is our best shot for him not to be reelected. Him turn around, get reelected, and and what you tried to do did not change his support at all. Matter of fact, his support has gone up. His approval rating has actually gone up. So you could do all this, spend all this money, and it mean nothing. Yeah, well, and, 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 and you know what I mean? And, Rick, and, and, it's another day in D.C. Right, right. Yeah. right. It, it, and him, he just goes right back in, and support for him hasn't wavered at all. Right. Uh, and because I think the people, when they're supporting a political candidate, 
I think your assumption that they're expecting these people to be these wonderful, upstanding human beings, I think that ship has already sailed. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's a concern to voters much anymore. You remember in the Heisman Trophy, we had to take the character part out of it. You know why? Because mm-hmm. nobody cared about it anymore. <laughs> and I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying that's the way it is. Yeah. So if you want a, somebody not get reelected, they have to undeliver. They, they have to be a person that, that, that the voters thought they were going to change something that they didn't change. All right. That's about the only way you can get anybody removed. You, you try to come up with scandal on them now, it just really doesn't mean that whole lot to people even now. And you can thank the Clintons for that. They they, they did a lot to change the mindset of Americans oh, yeah. on that. We'll, uh, we'll be back 16 minutes past the hour, so that is, that's still going, so we'll see. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up. Our website, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba. Thank you for being with us today. We're back with a PETA update. A PETA update. They are focused on the upcoming Thanksgiving holiday. Their focus: save the turkeys, and it's bizarre. I was a butcher cutting the meat. PETA, once again, an organization that has lost any ounce of credibility they once had, um, you know, when they um, they kind of they started out wanting animals to be treated humanely and, you know, puppy farms and all that. Then they kind of lost their way, and I don't know if that meant, you know, people needed something new to get excited about. Uh, but we um, – they're now going to compare us to the, uh, the, the plight of human beings in life to the plight of the turkey – and, um, you know, we, once again, they're not afraid to use nudity, which is sad. Yeah, they'll, get, they'll get naked. Nashville, they're coming to you. Uh, a nearly nude protester is uh, poised to lie, posed uh, there in, in, in like a turkey, <laughs> and they lay there with their legs up. So I hope that there's some sort of pants on. Um, and they lay there in the position of the way a turkey looks when it's ready to be put in the oven. Good gracious. Uh, with all of its feathers off and, and all they're of that. They're a funny bunch. Aren't you? So they're poised I to mean. lie on a giant cutting board <laughs> and a call for a turkey-free Thanksgiving. And don't miss the part they have. They have, you know, the butcher's um, – what would you call that butcher thing? That, that is they, a uh, – What is that thing? Huh? Cleaver, isn't it? Cleaver. Meat cleaver. Yeah, the meat cleaver is coming down on, oh. on these turkeys. And then they have the near-nude model laying in the same position of a turkey. Mm-hmm. And it puts above this, we are all the same. Go vegan this Thanksgiving. Um, I, I hate to break it to PETA, but we are nothing like turkeys. No. Uh, yeah, it's got to be a tough position I, I, to hold. I, I don't, I don't Why have. Why do they always have to have nudity in their oh, display? Because they're trying to be sharp. Yeah. I mean, this and is. She's the, not laying exactly like the turkeys. She's laying like she's, she's about to give birth to a human. Yeah. She's, mm-hmm. hold, she's holding. Or conceive one. She's holding, uh, a, cr- so, she's holding a crunch. Yeah. So the. Um, um, 
it is. Um, this is. Um, we are not the same. We are nothing like turkeys. I have no feathers. I cannot fly, and turkeys don't fly great, but they can fly. And uh, you know, as God is my witness, I thought turkeys <laughs> could fly, but um, and they can fly somewhat. They they don't they don't yeah. fly for very long distances, right. and they can get up in the trees and roost and all that. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I don't feel like that. I'm anything like a turkey. Do you? No. No. And I don't think a turkey, if you interviewed one, of course you wouldn't be able to because they don't have the ability to speak or reason, but if you were to interview a turkey, they probably wouldn't find a lot of commonality with me. No. Would the you? brain can't be bigger than your thumb. No. <laughs> you know? I don't know. That's a lot there. Oh, this, yeah. This is one of those things. I think you're just going to have a hard time getting people concerned about the plight of a turkey. I mean, if, if you if you, if you you take a sweet little puppy or a sweet little kitten, and this is how they started, and you show people these sweet little things being mistreated, and I'm not saying they're sweet, but they look sweet. You can get people's heartstrings, and you can just you can just pluck them like there's no tomorrow. Oh, yeah. No turkey pun intended. Mm-hmm. But you start trying to get into things like I got to be upset about a, a fish, and I got to be upset about a turkey. Just people don't get that upset about it. Yeah, I'd stick I mean, to puppy farming. You know, that's oh, uh, yeah. that gets right. If you want to raise that's some right. money, get, get, back, get back to the dogs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. everybody look. Everybody can look at them and their little heart just flutter. The problem is they were doing away with more dogs than a lot of other people. Well, were. you know, oh it, yeah, I do it, remember. It that. does look more and more like they're just really into, you know, being self-perpetuating, not really yeah. helping animals, yeah. but using animals have, to have raise noticed, money for themselves, which is kind of cruel. Yeah, yeah. Have you noticed how many big organizations, and they're big because they've collected a lot of money? Sure, they have. Like them, like a lot of these global warming, you know, research groups. They just seem like they they exist to exist. Correct. That's all they ever accomplished. Self-perpetuating. Yep. So yeah. we are all the same. So I want you humans, if you are watching or listening, PETA thinks you and turkeys are the same. And I want, I want you to embrace that just a minute. Hmm. Uh, but then it goes on to say they're calling on caring people to give turkeys a break this Thanksgiving and make their holiday table a place of compassion for all beings. See, what's, what's even stranger about this, I would say the large majority of PETA people have never even been into the woods to see live turkeys. No. Well, I saw a pile of I saw a, a group of hens yesterday that the numbers were so big it kind of spooked me. Oh, no. They came oh, out of hmm. nowhere all over us. And then they started flying. They look funny flying. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. big animal getting up. Oh, yeah. A lot of noise. That's a bomber. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but it's um, – <laughs> I just, I just don't think you can find people saying they're ready to give up turkey for Thanksgiving. I just don't think. I just don't see a big swell of that. Uh, and and I just well, this this is really part of a. This is just a little little bitty piece of a bigger project and movement. You know, uh, the the left uh, they're always out trying to change everything we've done, and they want to do away with Thanksgiving for several oh, reasons right. no, because right. they they don't like the fact that. They think we're celebrating that we invaded the North American Indian. Oh, and yeah. two, they don't like the fact that we're praying to God. Well, that's a double whammy. And so they're, of, of all holidays, Thanksgiving is on the hit list, y'all. Greg, I'm going to ask it, it won't be long before, I'm, I'm telling you, we will be accused of being uh, involved in hate speech if we recognize Thanksgiving. You're probably right. You're all over that. Greg, I want to ask you, and I know you'll know the answer. I know our governor just pardoned two turkeys, and the president pardoned a turkey. Do you think when they pardon these turkeys that those turkeys really just go back to the turkey farm and live out and they're never served? No. Because think about how many would be still alive. Yeah. I mean, right. we, we can, and how about this? And I think I asked this question last year. So I pardoned the turkey. Did we have turkey for dinner, just not that one, or do we go to ham? 
Right. What about the pig? You don't want to pardon yeah. him? I mean, it's a city little thing. Now, you know, I'm talking about, about the, yeah. let's pardon the turkey, but we're going to have a dinner. And we're, I hate to, what to we, bring this up what, if, you're gonna, that turkey. if yeah. you're going to. But if do you, you think that turkey really gets pardoned? No, I think he goes right back in the, the gate with the rest of them, gets processed by Butterball. If, if you're going to talk about DNA and intelligence, right. uh, the, the pig is oh. way further oh, up the pig. line than smart the turkey. Smart as a hog is, is a saying that means something. Let me tell you, pigs are yeah. way ahead smart of turkey. Smart as a hog. Yeah, you're smart as a hog. That's a compliment. I don't know that I've ever used that been, exact I, line. I've oh, been, I have. There's been analogies said about me involving hogs, and it never felt no. like it was a compliment. Smart as a hog is a compliment. I had to do more with dinner time. They're very smart. Yeah. We'll come back. We'll look at another story. Hungry as a hog. We got a year American. <laughs> hog and mud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hang in there. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Justin Timberlake, you listen to Rick and Bubba, the two sexiest fat men alive. 35 minutes now, past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show, thank you for being with us. Our number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. We will get more phone calls in before the hour is done, so listen for us to call for that and Hash Brown Hero. We'll get that set up for you, but right now, you're America. Oh, we just, we just, we're just too blessed. We just fall all over ourselves. We look for problems. We have to create them. We have to create them. I want you to think how long that we've been able to persevere and nobody have their feelings hurt. No one be in any bad, you know, uh, place when Oklahoma referred to themselves as the Sooners and they would say Boomer Sooner and uh, the Sooner Sooner and Sooner this. Well. <laughs> Sooner we, that. We now, Bubba, are saying that uh, the student government uh, wants the boomer and sooner to be swapped out at the University of Oklahoma, and they want to find names and words that are more sensitive. Now, you may ask, where in the world did these words end up being insensitive? It says, we have traditionally used various combinations of the word boomer and sooner, with our nicknames, mascots, and chants. Yes, you have yeah. for a very long time. Oh, yeah. Uh, in light, uh, they were say now that they said the words refer to early Oklahoma settlers. Wait for uh. it. Wait for <laughs> it. Early Oklahoma settlers. But some say, some say, Bubba, hmm. Bubba not an outcry, not hmm. a movement, not, not we've, we've, we've just found out. Right. Some say <laughs> that this is offensive to Native Americans. Now you notice in the some say, some say. when the, when the some say there isn't any Native Americans. Now this is the thing where we speak on the behalf of those that should be that should be. It works in my ear. Yeah, I saw I saw you. I saw you. But here's the thing: you were going to be the last one. No, let me tell you what I hate about that. On your right shoulder now. What I hate about that, Greg, is you had no. There was no effort to help me. No, I was going to, but I wanted everybody to see it. All you wanted me to be was the butt of the joke. Yeah, I wanted everybody to see it. You saw the real Greg right then. Greg, 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 Greg. Write it down. Greg, I wanted everybody to see it, and then I was going to rescue. That's fine. Well, yeah, Greg, that defeats the whole thing. You're supposed to tell people you got something. You're on you. So it won't happen. Where is it? It's low now. I would ask you. You're your collar. Uh, I think got you got it. it I would ask you to come get well, it. Well, I looked up and it scared me. <laughs> but, but you're such a jerk. Uh, Greg, no matter. Greg, 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 how about this? Some people say it was offensive. Uh, but so, you, you know, really, the, the, the funny part of this, Rick, is that 
the sooner part of it was when the government was going no, to I give heard. land away to people who would move in there, and they had a date that you that this was supposed to take place. You mean, and some people jumped the start mm-hmm. because it was going to be a race to the property, and then whoever got there could claim it. So them jumping the start was called a sooner. In other words, I, I had no idea what a sooner was. I, I and, admitted it, and and that part of it is not necessarily <laughs> offensive. Now, if you want to just really be factual on this. What should be offensive to everybody is Oklahoma. The fact that right. they, if you, if you think Red that people. they took their the land or they didn't have it or the United States didn't have authority because they had taken it in war or purchased mm. it in treaty, mm. then your problem should be at that level, not on the terms of people who jumped the sale. If right, you yeah, and you're right. Really, to get to the sooner being offensive, you got to go yeah. through a lot of stuff. Yeah, you got to trample a lot of things. But Bubba, and, some people say it. And if you're really concerned about it, then you need to give the part that you live on back to somebody else, not change that. Let's get really to the root of it because you can change the names. Nobody cares about that. If you have a lot and you live there in Oklahoma and you're tore up about it, give it back to somebody you think it belongs to, the American Indian or whoever they took it from. And as you just said, now, if we're going to do it. Because they were somebody before them, too. You, we always act like that's where all right. the time began, but mm-hmm. they just didn't keep real good records. Well, let's go back to this. Remember we've said, too, if we're ready to remove any name that refers to Native Americans or the tribes – then Oklahoma's got to go. I mean, it, it stands for yeah, red the, people. We the can't, whole name of it we should can't, be offensive. We thing. can't be mad at, mad at red skins no. and then allow no. a name red people uh, to to stay. And, and But you're right, Bubba. If you're mad about you know how the United States of America, how we went about manifest destiny, well, then you've got to be mad at, at a lot more people before you ever get to the soon. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, you know, I noticed that America always catches the grief on mm-hmm. that. But quite frankly, we we didn't we got it from the Brits. Okay, you need to back up with them. You need to talk to the French. You need to talk to the Spanish. I mean, and then quite frankly, uh, get the Vikings intake because the American Indian took it from the Vikings. Well, we, if we go back, Bubba, to your point, you know, see the the the, the, the good thing about what us we've we've talked about, we we believe with the biblical worldview that the beginning is God. Well, who created God? Well, nobody. He because he's the beginning. I, I am. I have always been. So that is our beginning. Well, if you're going to start the who does land belong to, to Bubba's point, you got some work to do. Yeah, we're I, all I, renting. I, I don't, I don't know on. how you ever get back to, like, I was the first human being to ever stand here and declare this is my campsite. <laughs> I mean, you've got, you've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. I mean, because there's a constant uh, history of fallen mankind going and conquering somebody and taking this land and saying this is ours, we won. Uh, or, or we thought it was ill-gotten gains, or we came in and helped somebody get it back because we thought you took it for them, and then we gave it back to them. We've done that, you know. So there's a lot of it's mine, it's mine, it's mine, 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 mine. <laughs> uh, like but, but it's really hard to get back to who it actually belonged to to begin with. Um, but this sooner thing, and and of course it's you know now the student God, now man. the student council wants to address what some people said. Oh yeah, hmm. it's and, called uh, the Sooner I'd Student like to know Council. How many, how many of it's them? It's called some that. People. I know. Rick, it's in their name. It's just like the people who were tore oh, up God. about they're, climate. They're, they got nothing else to do. The, uh, my new thing is on climate change and uh, and all of that. That yeah, I'm all for it. The first thing we're going to do is shut down social media. That's the first savings we're going to do. We're outlawing social media. Shut it down. Hand in your phone. And then let's see if you're committed to it. Will y'all give? Will y'all give something? Will y'all give? I wish we would. I wouldn't miss it for a minute. Would you? I wouldn't either. I'd I'd be better off without it. All right, here we go. 
Bubba, if you have something to spit in, you might want to grab it. <laughs> the decision to remove the Sooner name from the freshman council because it was called the Sooner Freshman Council. You know why it was called that? Because that's, that's the team's mascot. Right. That's right. the university's yeah, mascot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Comes shortly after the undergraduate student congress passed a bill in early September to execute indigenous land acknowledgement. What's that mean? Oh, I'm not done. If you think I'm done, you're wrong. (laughs) Tell me you're done. Please, please get ready for this next line. Shouldn't they just be voting on like where to put sidewalks and stuff? But you're not going to believe what I'm going to say next. (laughs) But first of all, everybody everybody acknowledge that that as of of September of this year, we were in the year of our Lord of 2019. Does everybody agree with that? Kind of, yeah. All right, somewhere in that area. So 2019, do we agree it's 2019? Yeah, we did. We're, We're close. Do we close agree that September that. was 2019? No, but yeah. for the most part. Okay. It may have been April. But Are you ready know. for this? <laughs> Are you ready for this? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. The Indigenous Land Acknowledgement passed by these wonderful students includes a statement that Oklahoma University students are visitors on this land and thanks Indigenous people for being generous with their land. Okay. We acknowledge that we are nothing but visitors on this land. No, I'm, I'm afraid again they're factually incorrect. They were not generous. It was it was taken by war, so right. It was no generosity. But they're visitors on. The, you're really not because I think the land does belong to the United States of America, and you're a citizen of the country. I, you're I really hate, not a visitor. I hate to say this, mm. the, right. the law of the planet has been if you can take it and hold it, it's yours. That's just the way it's been for a long. <laughs> Pretty time. Pretty much how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Because I mean, we got to go back, and I mean, you got to look back. I mean, we're got to. If if not, we got to give everything back to Nebuchadnezzar. Because <laughs> he owned it all at one time. He declared he owned the planet. Huh? Got him in trouble. We got to graze like well, an animal for a few years. Sure. Well, we got look. If we get over, yeah, how do you like that? If we get over to the original thirteen, we got to give all them back to Great Britain. Why are we stopping yeah. there? That's uh, right. that's relatively modern history. And then Great let's Britain. Get, let's get back. Who that's did really Great good. Britain take the thirteen from? Uh, they, they took it from France, didn't they? And so we got. Where do we send it all back to? Yeah, we're going. I mean, way it's back. a. Y'all, Spain was in there too. I mean, they all yeah. had their little battle. You had the French and Indian War before the Revolutionary War. Don't forget that this. there's really not a lot of Native American people, and I'm putting that in quotes too because that's a name we've come up with. But um, they, they seem to be getting offended on behalf of people that are yet to be offended. Right mm-hmm. uh, again, yeah. It, it, look, you know what this is? This is white guilt. This is white guilt. It's first world guilt. <laughs> oh, it's a, mm-hmm. Nowhere else in history will you find this problem. And the first time we started noticing this was with our celebrities. Right. Yeah. They were like, we're like, yeah. what are they, they feel, what are they so upset and guilty about everything? Oh, wait a minute. They're guilty because they've made such a living pretending to be things or singing songs. Right. So now they feel kind of bad about it. And instead of just saying, I worked hard, I was in a free market. I took a product to market. People liked it. I've actually worth what I'm getting paid because I sell a lot of tickets. I sell a lot of music. I, I pack out concert halls. But they feel guilty about it. There's something that's just wrong with it. So this is because first world, as we talk about first world problems, you look, you are living in a first world if you've gone to the student council to declare that you're just visitors on the land where you go to college. That's a first world situation. If you were worried about what you were going to drink today, if your water was clean, or you were going to die of dysentery, you would not be concerned about this at all. No, no, no. I mean, this is this is a first world situation. This means you got more than enough to eat. Mom and Daddy's got you in the in the best clothes on the planet. They got time you at the university on your hands, man. And you got you got a lot of time. Do something more more Look, productive. Go learn to be a farmer. Yeah, I'll take your time up. Fifteen minutes past your phone calls. When we come back. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 
nine minutes to the top of the hour. You hear that music. You know what that means. Phone troll time. All ten lines are available so you can get in right now. Uh, at 866-WE-BE-BIG, we'd love for you to join us and hear what is on your mind as we wrap up this hour. Uh, and there's plenty of room for you to get in. Hash Brown Hero will take those phone calls, and we'll start rolling through those rapidly. 866-WE-BE-BIG, move now, and you will get in. But first, I gotta check it. we need to say hello to our birthday boy. He spun the wheel of me today for his, for his 50th birthday. Ladies and gentlemen, rocking his Ricky Bubba t-shirt, Craig Marcus. Or Marcus Craig, I'm sorry. Marcus Craig having a birthday today. Brandy Smith is here. Hey, Brandy. Also, Barbara Craig. Uh, she belongs to Marcus. So there you go. Uh, they're here today. Uh, also, uh, we had a group come by and visit. A little field trip action looking at marketing. Olivia Moses was here. Uh, Sakidra Robinson was here. And Angela Williams. All came by to say hello. They had to leave, but they were here. If you want to join us on an upcoming Rick and Bubba show, you want a golden ticket seat, two ways to get them. Book them and reserve them. They're free, but they need to be reserved by going to contact at rickandbubba.com. You'll see Ticket Biscuit. They'll put you here. Or you can show up outside, and if seats are available and people don't show, and a lot of times they don't, then you can come in and you can grab their seat. Everybody here today gets a Rick and Bubba double CD. They also get a pound of delicious BuzzBox coffee. Don't forget, uh, the, the BuzzBox Coffee gift baskets are great Christmas gifts. Uh, we've got those being ordered right now until we run out, and those also, if they come through the Rick and Bubba show, 10% goes to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund. And uh, also, uh, don't forget the new CD, uh, Rick and Bubba CD, 25 big ones, now available now. Uh, it is available now at rickandbubba.com under the store till the hard copies are all gone. Coming soon to all your digital download uh, opportunities. I don't have an exact date on that, but when I get one, I'll let you know. Uh, all right, so uh, lines are available. You can get in right now. We'll start with John, who is in Mississippi. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone, phone trolling. Troll. Hello, John. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds and go. What's up, fellas? Buddy, yeah, you? Uh, real quick, I, I, I called about Congress, but I want to make this comment. Is, is Adler okay? The last segment you played the butcher song, and for us who've been around for a while, we know what that means. Well, now let's. Okay, okay. I'm just bringing it up. All right. Hey, I think Congress is a lot like wrestling. The guys will battle each other, or the ladies will battle each other in the house, but then they go out to dinner together, just uh, like wrestlers. Yeah, I think there's a lot more truth to that than we wished. Yeah, sadly. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, at the end of the day, we're all in here together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We got a pretty good deal. We got a pretty kind good. of a ruling class, deep state attitude. You know, is that what you're talking we about? Got, hey, we got a pretty good gig here. Mm-hmm. None of us are going to this universal health care if it ever goes through, but the rest of these poor will. Mm-hmm. Uh, we continue. Lines are available. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Let's go to Corey uh, out of uh, Talladega, Alabama. Hey, Corey. Hey, uh, I talked to a guy who's a VP up at Chick-fil-A, and let me just briefly tell you what's happened. There was grants given to Salvation Army and uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Those grants ended, and so Chick-fil-A is going to give it more locally. And so the Alphabet people caught a hold of this and kind of pumped their agenda because they knew those grants were ending. Well, again, uh, we've had that said before, yeah. and there's some truth to that, but you, you can't – again, it, and this has happened yesterday – but what do you do with the statement that's made by the CEO who says we will no longer give to any organization, faith-based or non-faith-based, that has any kind of um, 
uh, what was it that have anti anti LGBTQ uh, a stance? Well, there's an interview with Tusiasi, a guy that does the charitable giving. He he explains everything really well. Now, did he did, did, did he did he say that? Because that's who said that. No, he he did he didn't in the interview I heard. Right, but it, but he is in an interview. Well, but it, it, here's that. the thing, and and there's people you know lining up all over the spectrum on this. But I will say this: Governor Mike Huckabee, who we have a lot of respect for here, he he put on his Twitter account that in August 2012, I coordinated the National Chick Fil A Appreciation Day after they were being bullied by militant hate groups. Millions showed up. Today, Chick Fil A betrayed loyal customers for. And he put two dollar signs. I regret believing they would stay true to convictions of founder Truett Cathy. Sad. Uh, so, and I don't think he would say that lightly. Right. Yeah. And and and, and, and without knowing and carelessly. Yeah. And and there's a great article today in the uh, American Conservative. We, uh, and I, I don't know. I'm uh, just telling you what he said. Yeah, I, I've sent it out to and, and retweeted it yeah, today. I but you can go get it, and Bubba has too. So you can go get it. And, uh, and this guy really lays it out uh, pretty well, too. So I understand what you're saying. I know there's some great people, and I certainly – we ate their breakfast today. I'm not a big boycott guy. But I think we don't need to miss L- – let's get what we have. There's something going on right now involving not just Chick-fil-A, but involving the church, and, 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 and it's, it's very, very concerning. And, and it's like we're, we're willing to try to bend – uh, on certain things just so trouble will go away because we're uncomfortable. We don't like being in this situation, and we're just kind of tired of it, and uh, we're, we're going to see if we can't just appease and let's be, you know, let's let's calm this down a little bit, especially on this topic. And, of course, all I can think of is Romans chapter 1. But um, but I think it is concerning, and uh, I certainly mean no ill will for to Chick-fil-A, but I think inside the body right now as followers of Christ, we do need to look around and go, let's be real careful here now. And I would say that's just things I've seen going on in the church. And, uh, you know, we're starting to bend uh, to pressure, and, and that's always a mistake because you'll never appease them. No. And you, and you hide and watch. You, you just hide and watch. And, and when, when it starts happening, you'll go, wow, Rick and Bubba, because and it's not that we don't know anything. There's just certain things that are just true. We just sing it to and, times. And, and be careful because what's going to happen, at one point you'll see, well, us being closed on Sunday, we're missing all that revenue. And does that probably is offensive to some people because if we're closed on Sunday. That means we're honoring the Lord's Day. And, and if we're honoring the Lord's Day, that means we're honoring the Lord. And if we're honoring the Lord, that means we're honoring what the Lord has to say. And if we're honoring what the Lord has to say, that means we're honoring the Bible. And if we're honoring the Bible, that means we're honoring God's standard for marriage. And it just is offensive to some people. So let's let it rip. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Barbara in Fayette. Barbara, thirty seconds. Go ahead. And by the way, they do draw those kind of lines. They yeah, do. they do. Uh, Barbara go, or Bubba? Is that Bubba? Bubba, go Bubba, ahead. Bubba, go ahead. Barbara. Well, Rick. Hey, I was going to give an update on the Popeye chicken sandwich. Okay. Uh, Jack is better all the way. Mm-hmm. You know, I really am intrigued by the new Jack's chicken sandwich. Well, we will have them here Friday. Are they here news. Friday? That was a detailed report. 
Yeah, but I, I when I heard Jax was going to, you know, they've had one in the past. But yeah, when they, cleared when, it up. And they were doing it. He's got it. Greg, you know what he said? <laughs> Why is that guy not yeah. on the playoff committee? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Get him in there. Sounds like he is. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got word they're, they're bringing them Friday. Really? Now, look, don't tease. Yeah. No, they no, say, Rick. No. It's, you step out there. Biscuits Thursday. Chicken sandwich Friday. Straight up. Don't tease, up. Hey, Don't we're tease. We're not getting Hey, days. you're not oh, going to yeah. be here, are you? Are you yeah, setting us up? No, I'm Monday is when I'm going to be Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks for being with us this oh, hour. You yell. If your time's <laughs> right here. If your time's <laughs> wrapping up, we'll catch you tomorrow. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.